Changed forever. I was healed from the day I was born, apparently, <laughs> says Brando. He's getting heaps since then. <laughs> uh, 93. Brian Nugent Hopkins. Edmonton Oilers. That's, I think, literally the only person that has ever worn the number 93. Not for us, probably. You guessing he's getting traded? Probably. Fuck. I have a Actually, lot of Nuge no, memorabilia. That sucks. I don't know anymore with that hockey team. They're on a three-game win streak. Uh, what's your... So we're going to talk a little bit about 93. the 1993 WrestleMania. What was that nine? Yes, it is, Brando. Where was that one held? Uh, Caesar's Palace. It is Caesar's Palace, <laughs> a.k.a. Caesar's parking lot. The oh. debut of one Jim Ross. Yes, that is the debut of Jim Ross, actually. Nice. Uh, the Steiner brothers defeated the Head Shrinkers on that card. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doink defeated Crush. Ah, what an upset. I know. <laughs> Razor Ramon defeated Bob Backlund That's as a barn burner. Yep. Uh, Undertaker defeated Giant Gonzalez by ah, DQ. Yes. Now, Taker says that he never bitched about having to work Giant Gonzalez. Like, he was like, nope, I just went out there and did the job for the company, mm-hmm. whatever. I have a hard time believing he wasn't bitching to somebody in the back. Like, are you fucking serious? I got to work with this green guy? I mean, he won, so. Well, and the thing was, is back, back then it wasn't really about work. It was like, show. I get to fucking wrestle this goddamn giant. <laughs> Actually, people like, are going to love this. That's a highlight on the card. I'll read just the last other matches. Tanaka, uh, Tatanka defeated Shawn Michaels by countout. So oh, Shawn Michaels is... retained the Intercontinental Championship. Think, who's his valet for that one? Is it uh, Sherry, I think. Is it Sherry? Yeah. Or is it Luna Vachon? I think it was Sherry. Eh. Okay. But I'm not sure. I was going to say, when it's Luna Vachon, he wants like no part of it. Like... He just doesn't care at all that she's coming out with her. Uh, Yokozuna defeated Bret Hart. That was... Oh, yes. I remember that one. Yeah. And, and then, then Hogan. Oh, and then Hogan, yeah. And then Hogan comes out in sandbags and ruins yep. Yokozuna's moment. So then flips the Great. belt. And Money, Inc. Uh, kept their tag team titles from Brutus the Barber Beefcake I love and him. Hulk Hogan. So Hogan was in two matches. Both for titles. Hogan, <laughs> so pissed that he didn't get the tag team championships earlier that night, was like, fuck it. I'm going to steal it from Ho- uh, Brett or Yoku. Yeah, How did he cash in then? I don't know. He didn't either. cash in. He just came out and challenged him. And he accepted? Yeah. Well, I don't, actually, I, I'm puzzle. pretty sure I'm pretty sure uh, Mr. Fuji actually challenged Hogan. Okay. And Hogan's like, yeah, what all a, right, I'll do it. What a dumbass. Yeah, that was dumb. Very unhealed. Make a 400-plus pound guy work two matches in a row. I know. There's oh. a lot of salt throwing. No, there's a quote here from Bret Hart. I was always a loyal defender. And a guy who always appreciated Hulk Hogan. But after I won the title, I realized that we were never going to be friends again. Aw. I realized that some things were more than friendship. He gave me the cold shoulder ever since that day. Well, Hogan and Brett. Brother! I've never known Brett Hart to be bitter about anything in my life. (laughs) Oh, yeah, no, Brett's definitely not. All right, good. We got our stat. That was well done, Scotty. You, you bet. actually just... brought the encyclopedia here with you as well to read some stats. Carried my notes in it. I like that. Might flip through well it done. random with some other fun facts. Good. 
Little did you know the encyclopedia has been standing next to you this whole time. <laughs> that is true, Brando. You are the encyclopedia of WWE knowledge, as far I, as I need. Very much not. Except so. for when I ask questions and you go, fuck, I don't know, because you just don't want to like appease me. <laughs> I say, fuck, I don't know, and I legitimately don't know, so I act like I don't care. Yeah, that's <laughs> the way to do it. Uh, mm, you just play fuck, it off like a dick. You're like, yeah, God. Yeah, that's not worth me knowing. Uh, gentlemen. Mm hmm. Spanish Now Stable podcast, I say, five minutes into this thing. I uh, hope they know. Three of us are here Warren, Scotty, Brando. Uh, we got some stuff to talk about, a bunch of stuff. We got mm. Raw, and then we're going to do our picks for Survivor Series, and then we're going to also do. He's NXT, on Survivor Series, man. I mean, uh, TLC. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Miz over here. <laughs> Whoops. And uh, we're going to talk about NXT from last week, as well as make our predictions for the London Takeover show, which is tomorrow. Or today, depending on when you're listening to this podcast. And, and? we're going to talk about the 2015 SatPod Awards as well. Yeah. The yearly SatPodies. We're not picking them yet. No. But we're going to tell you the category so you can pick them. Right. A little improved this year, I would say. Yeah, we, we made some alterations. Some we're certainly not going to make it worse. And we've definitely retired uh, Best Non-Wrestler. So Renee Young's the only person to ever right. win that. Mm-hmm. Was, she, was she our overall winner last yeah, year? She was the overall winner last year. All right, that's fine. I like that. Yeah, I like that did. we close the doors on that with her being the yeah. only, <laughs> the one and winner. only. You know what? We should just call it the Renee Young Award yep. next time when we bring it back. We won't, that's, that's... unless we want to give it to her again. <laughs> yes, the third um, annual winner. What uh, What's new, boys? Scotty, anything new in the past week? I started playing Super Star Wars. It's a Super Nintendo game. I based saw you, on I saw you posting about that. Holy fuck, is that game hard? Yeah, it, like I remember being hard ten years ago as a child, but no, it's just as hard today. Uh, I can get up to like level four and get inside the sand crawler. That's about it. And like all the old cheat codes don't work on PS4 because it's not straight emulation. It's like an updated port. Mm. You're not supposed to cheat anyway. I know, but I would like to have an extra continue or so two. So is this like? Is this, so there's no save points. You have to do no. beat the game in one run essentially. Yeah, pretty much. You have three continues. Jesus. So. Uh, not to break your 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 groove there, but just so people know, uh, the NXT Takeover London show is not till the sixteenth of December. Oh, all right. There when is what's the week of now? That's Friday. No, it's not. Today's not. The, I looked at the that. Book. Is three days after TLC, which is next Wednesday. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we will not be covering Takeover picks. We this should week. maybe do our picks anyway, just in case we don't podcast before that show. Sure, we can do that with the card, I and then if it's, we'll, we'll think. About how it. much of the, the card comes, is released? We'll make it. That's true. There might not even be a card yet. So There is a card. Oh, there is okay. a card? No. Then we'll do it. Sure. Uh, aside from that, uh, I'm watching Victoria play Final Fantasy VII, the original, because there was an announcement of the remake where it's going to be all Kingdom Hearts style. Nice. So she wants to do it with the turn-based style. That game's a beautiful masterpiece. A lot of people think it's like a pinnacle, like one of the the greatest games ever made or of that generation. So it's cool just to watch that and appreciate it. You ever play it? Me? No. I, the only I Final Fantasy Final I ever Fantasy. played was... 10 and 10 2. Is that the one with the singing chicks? The pop yeah. stars? Uh, 10 2, yeah, that is. Gotcha. With the dress spheres. I don't, that, I remember the cover of the game. It That's is. about, yeah. It's like, those girls are pretty. Not bad. Uh, Such that, no, not a lot. Uh, Chris Jones is now a Saskatchewan Rough Rider coach and GM. That's yeah. pretty cool. It he, sucked. The only thing, though, is yeah, like, I think he should have done another year with the Eskimos because you won. No way. Go out on top. But apparently, go sign your money. But that's yeah, apparently the, that, the riders offered him a butt ton of money. Well, and that spot's not going to be there next year either, right? He's got to take it now. So yeah, mm. and I mean it's a great challenge for him. That team sucks just like we sucked last year. Yep. Oh yeah, ago. right. And now they he's made got the a... worst record ever. 
Got Most a, record I ever saw the Riders have. Got to coach them and GM them. Yep. More money, more power. No problems. Take it. Yeah. Good. Um, no problems. Brando. Yes. What's new with you, buddy? I uh, didn't do a whole lot. I've injured my ankle. Right. <laughs> can we tell that? Can I tell that yes, story? Yes, absolutely. I, you can I probably like tell it better than I can. I might remember it. So last Friday, uh, Brando mentioned to me that he had a coworker was having like a retirement party. Was right. it was right? Mm-hmm. So he said, "I'm not sure if I'm gonna stick around. It'll depend how the night's going. I may just go there, pop in, have a beer, say hello, leave, or I could end up staying depending on what the atmosphere's like." So. Mm. Whatever, I'm at home gaming, and I look at the clock, and it's like 11. I'm like, oh, I guess guess Brando decided to stay. That's cool. And uh, I game for a little bit, and then I'm watching Netflix and watching The Office, which is a great show, by the way. And, uh, is that about- a Canadian flicks? No. No. Oh. And about- yeah, There's right a around- nice lucrative no from both of you. No. Right around 2 <laughs> o'clock, like just before 2 o'clock, uh, Brando comes through the door, and he's got this weird look on his face, and kind of like hobbling. And I'm like, okay. And the first thing that my mind thought was that he shit himself because <laughs> I've been there when you're drunk and sometimes you just you gotta go. So I don't think I'm, I'm like, drunkenly oh, shit just, my pants. Just let well, Brando Scotty. go. I'm more of a puke on myself guy. Clean himself up and he'll be good. So I, I'm like, everything all right? And he's like, my ankle, it's gone. <laughs> I'm like, what? He's like, it's gone. I don't. It's gone. I'm like, okay. So he. He's, he's limping big time, like over-exaggerated, drunkenly limping. He walks directly to our freezer, grabs a popsicle out of there, lays down on the couch, unwraps said popsicle, looks at the wrapper in his hand, looks it around on the ground, like looks back at the wrapper, like where the hell am I going to put this thing sort of thing, lifts his hat up, puts the wrapper on his head and puts the hat over top of the wrapper. Takes about three bites out of this popsicle and passes the fuck out with popsicle (laughs) melting on his hoodie and ones on the ground behind him. And it was just a shit show. (laughs) But my God, did I laugh. Uh, It was the drunkest I've been in a real long time. (laughs) Yeah, you were. Real long time. You were mangled. Now, I don't remember hardly any of this. That's so funny. So I wake up uh, the next morning. I had fallen asleep in bed. Or in, uh, on the couch. Warren can't wake me up. Oh, yeah. Save his life. I literally was shaking him. Right. <laughs> like, hey, wake up, because I knew you worked. Right. And I knew you probably didn't have your alarm set. So. Nope. I did not. Uh, so somehow, uh, I don't remember this at all, but I had got to my bed at some point during the night. Mm-hmm. Uh, still didn't set my alarm or anything, but flopped on my bed. I woke up with uh, 15 minutes after my shift started. <laughs> now, I will preface this saying, luckily... Uh, they didn't even know I was gone. That shows how little impact I have at my job. Right. Uh, I got there and wandered in 45 minutes late or whatever, and they were all like, oh, hey, hey how's it going? And I'm like, oh, it's, yeah, I'm doing great. Fine. Um, but so I you, had that moment where you wake up and you look at the clock and, you, and everything clicks in your head like, oh, shit, I'm supposed to be at work 15 minutes ago and my car is still at the bar. Right. Downtown. I like just leap out of my bed and my ankle just buckles because I had no, I couldn't feel it when I was laying in bed and down I go onto the floor. And then I'm like, oh, oh, that's right. Something happened last night. So then I'm like, oh, it must have been a, just a great sight. I was jumping on one foot, putting my jeans on towards Warren's room, start banging on his door because I'm like, dude, I need you to give me a ride to work right now. Warren wakes up, gives me a ride to work. I'm going down the stairs like, Warren, I can't walk. <laughs> it, was, it was bad. I was like, how are you going to work today? Yeah. It was an absolute nightmare. So I got through that day. Uh, luckily, didn't have a whole lot to do that day. Uh, I got through the next day. 
By the third day, my ankle felt like it was falling apart. Uh, but now I've had two days off, and it's starting to feel better. Just having it up on the up on the couch, yep. eating lots of vegetables. Yeah, yep. yep. Keep it, keep the blood flow. Yeah, but yeah, holy, it's been a long time. <laughs> How do you end up drinking so much? Uh, like a hundred plus dollar tab on five dollar beers with no food. All right, that'll do. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And as far as how the injury went, I think it's safe to assume that you just slipped on ice somewhere. Yeah, it was. It was just. Uh, it was a combination of slipping on ice and not having the usual dexterity to save myself. Right, because of your. your yeah, when you try to roll for that. State. You slip. You gotta yeah. do a dexterity check, and when you're drunk, it's like. Yeah, there's minus seven to whatever I'm rolling here. Yeah. Oh, I slip and fall. Yeah. Which is weird because you think go. you're drunk, you you don't like brace for the impact, you don't tense up and hurt yourself more. Right. But somehow you you managed to do that. I think when you're yeah. drunk, you like how you walk with more pizzazz in your step. A little more so Augusto, a little Vince McMahon you, in yeah, my strut. Yeah, a little more Vince McMahon in that strut. So when you go down, you go down hard because you're going down with all that force of your Vince strut. It's so funny because I was thinking He's about it. Puke. I was thinking about it the next day, being like, "I wonder if it was just perfectly level concrete, I, bone dry, <laughs> and down I went." Like, <laughs> or like if there was like a step to, like, off a curb or something like that, and you're just like, "That was uh, yeah, enough to that do could be it too." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was that was probably the highlight of my week. Yep. Um, other than that, I've been yeah playing video games, playing some uh, Halo, Call of Duty, a lot of shooters. I also got into the Halo this past yeah. week. Yeah. Pretty good game. That is a good game. I it's mean, a fun little game. If those games are your jam, right? They usually make those games good. Are you playing like multiplayer or single player? Uh, I've not played any of the campaign yet. All right, so you're oh, just well, doing... I guess I played like ten minutes of it, but yeah, yeah. mostly multiplayer. All right, cool. They cool. have uh, they have SWAT on there, which is a mode from Halo Three, which I used to play all the time. So I'm having a lot of fun with the SWAT. Yeah, nice. Yeah. It's always nice when they bring back an old mode. I know. I was surprised by that. Do like, we? Oh, have, do we? It wasn't in four. I, guess, I don't know that. Yeah. I guess it could have been. Could have been in every mode. That's but, true. Yeah, or in every just game. Never played it. So. All right. Good. Uh, and yeah, I didn't. Uh, Not a whole nothing. lot going on with nope. Warren. No. Nope. You guys want to talk about? Do you watch Breaking Ground? Yeah. yeah. Well, I watched this week's Breaking Ground. I watched that like right oh, before it, it came. It's just so heartbreaking that they fired that. that Cal Bishop. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's. Oh, and I, I feel like the guy who, when he like had the meeting about like we're letting you go or whatever, like he felt bad about it, and that's why he's like. Hey, you walk out of here with your head held high. Yeah. You you were an accomplishment what you did here. And you furthered the brand. We said it on the podcast yesterday how that the what he gave when they said they were letting yes. him go was so, so it was such a sad gonna get down what? to it. We're letting you go. And the, what? And then when I was watching the actual episode, I knew it was coming, and I was like literally <laughs> cringing. I was yeah. like, oh I don't say it. Don't say and it. And then you know we were talking about, oh well, sometimes the stingers aren't what they actually are at yeah. the end of the show. Nope, this one was. This and we one, saw that yep. his name was totally. released with all, yep. Devin Taylor earlier. But it was just so that heartbreaking. Sucks. You're like, oh, uh, Bailey. It's cool how big of a superstar Bailey is in terms of stepping up and yeah. talking Looking on the match. headset. Yeah, they're letting her produce matches. And Stay tuned for the news, by the way. We got a story on Cal Bishop. The news. Yeah. Go ahead. That I, really, I want kind of Boris to split her now where it's like him being like, news, news. <laughs> it's time for the news. Maybe we'll just use that. That's no, I like too. the Lisa one. We got to keep Lisa on the payroll. Uh, and then we get to see Eva Marie almost kill a woman right at the end of this episode as well, which is no surprise, I think, nope. to anyone. Oh, yeah, Carmella? Yeah. I love Carmella. Me too. Also, they uh, introduced Love Preet in this episode. Yeah, he seemed we, really uh, cool. We talked about him when they signed him a couple yeah. months back. So I, I kind of like him. He, he, It was weird they did that scene where... 
I'm ner- he's talking about how nervous he was about having to do a promo because his English wasn't that great and he wasn't sure how well uh, how well it would be. I I thought it was great. Like, yeah, it wasn't perfect. Like obviously he's new to it, but he's like, better than most of the exactly, guys that they've yeah. shown on that show already. Well, the which other is like, cool. time when they show people cutting generic promo about how like WWE is my universe or I can take over or right. whatever. Yeah. That's the thing. The content was pretty unoriginal. Yeah. But he was... He put his own little spin on it and the, like just uh, his facial expressions yeah. and whatnot. Bow down to me. I like that. Yeah. I just hope that they don't give him the stereotypical wear this Do you always feel like we like and... the Middle Eastern Indian wrestlers they bring in? Like we, I don't know. Just feel like we're always cheering for those I guys. I haven't seen one since Jinder was the last guy, and really. I didn't. I never cheered for Jinder. I I started I didn't watching like his after. Solo run, but that was because they went really, really stereotypical with his. Yeah, yeah. With they the, do with everyone. His hat in the in the glass box and snake charming with Kali and like that. That was that was too much. I feel like pairing him with Kali was just a bad move. Yeah. I don't mind. The... But I did like him in Three MB when he was just a dude that liked to rock out. Yeah, like, that's what I mean. Like they don't need to have that. I like him on the Indies Gimmick. now too. Like when they show him, it's just like him wrestling yeah. as a dude, and totally. he gets to have a little bit more personality and fun with it. Yeah, I, ho- I hope that's what they give this guy. You know but... what we should probably do? Go back and watch his PWA run before he got signed. It's true. Yeah, because he yeah, he's come back twice now. And he's yeah, been both times. So yeah, you should probably watch some of that old stuff. That breaking ground show is tremendous. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool to just get to know those guys. Yeah. on a different level than you would normally. Like get I, li- to. this is the first time I've looked forward to something being released. On the network. On the network, yeah. yeah. Uh, I like how they went to the spooky house. That was kind of weird. Yeah, I didn't like that that in there. Yeah. I like the Corbin. It was fun in that they're all like these gigantic dudes like. That are If anything jumps out, I'm pushing you in front. Like they're all afraid of it, but. The way they edited it with like the camera and they're just like. Like they were trying to make their horror movie. I was like, this is dumb. And then there was no payoff. Yeah, like, yeah, there was they, never they, a moment in like, that scene. The moment where Baron Corbin screams or something like that. Or like yeah. you just yeah. never get some came. guy to stand in the corner dressed in black and like throw a book or something yeah. and film that and be and like, "Oh y- shit!" Because that's, y- that's what <laughs> yeah, I thought. I said, "What if Bray Wyatt just walked out of there? It'd be great." I thought even just like, someone scaring like Bray another- is just actually there, is just himself, and he's just sure. like, this is "Some spooky shit, guys!" Like. I thought uh, just even one of them like scaring someone from behind or something, something. would have been yeah. would have been like okay that's how you end that segment. Yeah, sure. It was just there was no payoff. It was just it ended. Yeah, yeah. it was fun the left episode though. I love that show. Yeah, I love it. Me I also too. liked when they were making fun of Jason Jordan for uh, no. the whatever <laughs> Payless shoes he's yeah knockoff Jordans. What were they called? Uh, catapults. The catapults. catapults. Yeah. Yes. Fuck. It's uh, a good show. Real good show. Yeah. Okay, uh, I have nothing else to talk about, so should we just go directly into the news? Yes, yes we will. And now. Spanish announced table news. Not a lot this week. No. But, uh, what do you got, Brando? Uh Alberto Del Rio got uh, attacked by a fan while wrestling for the World Wrestling Council uh, at their event uh, called Lockout. Uh, he was wrestling Ray Gonzalez. Uh, Del Rio went to the outside before being struck several times by a fan. Del Rio grabbed the fan until security arrived to haul him out of there. Uh, this, uh, this is another fan incident, but at least this one wasn't WWE. Was this... Before or after Raw yesterday? Would have been before. Okay. So it would have been, been over like the weekend. weekend. Yeah. It would have yeah. been like Saturday, Sunday. I didn't hear about this at all. So I yeah. No. Well, I saw a little thing on it. It sounds like it wasn't anything serious, but Nobody like, got it hurt. was yeah. fine. Yeah, but it Shit was. Shit like that happens when you're rel- wrestling a relative of Giant Gonzalez. No, there you go. 
sure there's more than one Gonzalez family down there. No, there's only one. Yeah, um, well, they all, the bloodline starts at Giants. Sure. Um, more that I'm sure WWE is just cringing, letting him go fulfill these indie commitments. And stuff and like this like, happens. Ah, oh, no. <laughs> what have we done? Yeah, that's true. But uh, he's all right, so. Yep. That's good. That's good. Uh, Cal Bishop, as we were speaking of earlier, everyone's favorite fired superstar. Yeah. Uh, announced on Twitter that he will be making a run at the 2016 Olympic Games in Rio. Uh, making a run, I assume, just meaning he's going to be training for it. Do we know what? Amateur wrestling. It's not in the Olympics anymore. Oh, that's weird because the article I read was like Cal Bishop returns to amateur wrestling. Did they put it back in? I they might be back. I in, think yeah. Kurt Angle successfully got it back in. Is that it was Angle's? Yeah, it was specifically when Angle was like, "I need it back in." I thought that it was still gone, but you could be right. Uh, I remember the news of them putting it back in. I didn't know if it was for 2016 or 2020, but uh, I would assume that would be what he was doing. He never said that on his Twitter, but that would make sense. Yeah. Although he's an athlete, and he could compete at other games as well, maybe. Uh, see, announced wrestling will return in 2020. Okay. Okay. Along with boxing, uh, that has nothing to do with boxing's that. going back. Uh, sick. 2020. Yeah. Okay. So I, who knows what he's doing then? Interesting. Maybe a uh, shot put. That's what I was joking with Scotty when or, I was coming uh, up here. What about uh, his bad shoulder though? Just like that's true. Yeah. But what if it went a little extra far because his shoulder pops it out? Pops out. So you get that a little extra. Oh. <laughs> well, flies away with it. Um. <laughs> Yeah, he uh, also said that he was sad and mad to relive the experience on the no latest doubt. episode of Breaking Ground. Oh, I'm sure you would be. That's That sucked. He seems so genuine about what? I'm uh, kind of surprised that he didn't try and do the indie thing and kind of capitalize on this quote-unquote fame from the show. Right. But he right? never, the only thing is, though, is he might not know how to, like, bill yourself on the indies and get yourself booked. I mean, it's pretty easy. You just set up an email. True. Or whatever, but he never did. I just kind of figured that people would go after him for bookings now. Yeah, or try he, to bring him in for at least. He a was wide such shot. a nice dude, and like everyone liked, or at least three out of three on this show liked him, right? Yeah. So that's got to mean something. You wonder though, was he like what stage of his development was he at? Was he everyone liked him, but he really couldn't work a match yet? Mm. And at that point, does the Indies even want him? They never showed him doing anything too extreme. Like, it was always like most of the time, tie-ups, right? run the ropes. Uh, do a corner break clean spot. I mean, he was wrestling when his shoulder popped out the most recent time. That was in a match. That they showed match? That, okay. that clip two weeks ago of him doing the lift, and you can see when the shoulder popped yeah, out. Yeah, it was like a practice match. But that, yeah, yeah, that could have been maybe his first match, even. Who knows? Right. So. Uh, hmm, interesting. Yeah. I like that. I'll be looking for him. Now I'm glad he's doing something. I've got to cheer for in an actual sport. And who the fuck knows what he's like? <laughs> I wonder what he's going to be in. Maybe he wins a gold medal. They bring him back as Kurt Angle 2.0. That's exactly it. That's what's or maybe happen. even if he doesn't make the Olympics, this is how he's deciding to market himself as sure this fucking Olympic trainee guy. I want a gold medal with a separated fucking shoulder. <laughs> God damn it. It's true. Uh, on to people we cheer less for. Jimmy Snooker's right. third degree murder trial. No, we're back to this story. Has been Woo. set for March 22nd, 2016. That is the day I, before I turn 26. So how I celebrate will be very be much based Jimmy on the out. result. <laughs> you um, have to use all your birthday money to bail Jimmy out. Yeah, that's how we're going to do that. Yeah, there's still a whole lot of boring yada yada small print here and lawyers saying that he is not fit to stand trial because of his... That's oh, the thing that, mentally... I, that, that I don't get about why they just keep dragging this through the dirt. Like, he, he is... Already paying physically, 
what what else can you do to this man to punish him more for what he may or may not have done? Yeah, well, I get do you just like, put him in prison and let him rot, or do you just leave him in the hospital and let him, him rot? Oh, is like, he in the hospital yeah, full time? Him. I think so. I don't I'm know. Not sure. I, I think he should be in when an this was first announced. Living. He was. Yeah, I, like put him in like like a mental. Put him in a mental institution. Or I think that's in, okay. Uh, whatever that sanatorium was in the fucking breaking ground. Stick him in there. Yeah. yeah. Just by himself. Yeah. Jimmy Snook in a, in a wheelchair. Uh, Scotty, you got some stuff on the indies. I do. Uh, we covered it a little bit last week, but Joey Ryan's dong has gone super viral. Yeah. It's it appeared on lots of talk shows, CNN, The Soup. He's got a t-shirt about it now or something yeah, too, I saw. Yeah, that's the shirt of the week on to, uh, Top Rope Tuesday. King of Dong style. That's what it is. Um, I don't know. That's funny. Uh, I The funny thing is when I originally saw it, I was like, whatever. I didn't really think much of it, but it just blew up in terms of people <laughs> loving. dong, you mean? Yeah. yeah like people just Physically. love this like Asian man grabbing his dong spot. Yeah. I, it's a unique spot. I've never seen it done before. <laughs> that's, that's a way to put so, it. That's true. That's great, Only in Japan or whatever. His gimmick is tremendous that they, that they thought of that. I don't know if that was his idea yeah. or whose idea it was, but. Yeah, how it came to, uh, sure. came to be this worth the thing. cap. So, yeah, and, like, and it looks good, too, in terms of, like, <laughs> it being a work spot, the way Joey, like, hulks up and... Well, and that guy strength. had to sell, too. Like, yeah, he had it to worked take super the bump. well. He, he sold for a penis at the end of the day, is what that man did. Took a back bump for that penis. Yep. Uh, that would be a great spot for the guy down there who still believes wrestling is real. Oh, yeah. <laughs> being like, I told what, you. How the fuck? How many steroids <laughs> are in his dick? <laughs> I thought steroids shrunk your penis. <laughs> what? Not if you put them right into them. <laughs> All right. Uh, d- dip <laughs> your dick into a big <laughs> cup of steroids. Yep. So today, Scott Hall on Twitter took it among himself to go, hey, WWE, hey, at Triple H, bring in Serena Knight, which is Paige's mother, for Sunday and have, like, parent versus parent in the corner. Mm. And, like... It took over like all day on the internet. That was all you saw. I did all see a afternoon. bunch of a bunch of. I, it was probably just him retweeting, but yeah, I yeah. saw a bunch of it today. So I don't know. I think it's super cool. I really like Serena Knight. Uh, she's in really good shape. Her and Scott Hall actually just did a training seminar in the UK mm. for like a week, like a week long camp. Yeah, I, I don't it, know. It, it depends think, what their plans for this. Booking I think it's is, funny though. that Scott Hall is trying to get other people booked on WWE TV. Sure, I feel like yes, like. Scott Hall, like the click guy or whatever, who's like, hey, yo, I'm just trying to get people booked on more shows or whatever. I think that's really cool. I think I think we need to know what their plan is for that program before you start. Do they know what the pro- plan well, is? And that's a very good point, but they seem to have some sort At of direction point, with it. At this they should bring in Paige's mom. It would be cool, even if it's for one night. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I'm tired, I mean, of, tired of seeing Rick. Well, I mean, Paige's but that entire... Really, Rick would still be there. I know, like, but I'm tired be. of seeing Rick in general, though. Pa- Paige's gimmick is built on the ground that I don't need my parents to be successful like you do. Yeah, but it'd be a cool surprise. True. I know. I know that her whole gimmick is like, or how she's building it is like, my parents are crossing the UK. I don't need them. I'm being independent. So, meh. Moving on. Rolling Stone had published an article about Ring of Honor superstar... Or pro wrestler. I don't know if they call the guy superstars, actually, to be um, honest. I'm certain they don't. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they don't. <laughs> uh, pretty, I'm pretty sure they call them the wrestlers. The WWE does that. So uh, Dalton Castle got a article in Rolling Stone, which is really cool because that's a very legitimate publication. Yes, sir. Uh, it's one of those things where people I know who randomly read Rolling or just read Rolling Stone all the time will be like, 
hey, do you know about this Dalton Castle guy? Like at a host party on Friday night, people were like, did you hear about this? And I was like, yeah, I saw the article. And they're like, who is he? I've never heard of him. Is he in WWE? I'm like, no, that's why the article says Ring of Honor. Mm. So it was just the thing about how he's like the most flamboyant thing in pro wrestling right now, but it's super over. Mm. It was I like Boris the, was saying. I saw the headline for that. Yeah, actually. it was like Boris was saying, uh, if this, like how the the idea of the wrestling fan has changed over time of like 10 years ago or 15 years ago, this would have been booed as like, oh, this guy's kind of gay or whatever. And now it's like people are much more accepting yeah, to it. That would be a, a great way to get heat. Like people are playing into weird. the fun of being, oh, I'm a Dalton Castle boy or whatever. So, that's cool. Yeah, I like yeah, that's that. always cool. I always like when they do a little story about someone. You guys <laughs> ever hear the rumor that Brock Lesnar was supposed to be gay? No. Like for his gimmick? Oh, really? I yeah. did hear that gimmick, yeah. that rumor Jeez. once. That's how they were first thinking about bringing him in. I, I think and I he heard would it from and, Val Venus. Yeah. Shoot. And he would just be. Uh, like it wasn't going to be a huge part of his gimmick, but it would just be like, oh no, he's just this gay guy that comes in, kicks everyone ass. That's doesn't act gigantic gay. And yeah, he's Brock Lesnar, but as a side note, he's also gay. Wow. Yeah. Would have been something. That would have been something. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know if I can top gay Brock Lesnar, but my final <laughs> I bet story. You'd like to is. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Nothing wrong with being Hit gay. Hit five folks. to refresh. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, so my final story comes from. <laughs> No, yeah, gross. Is that me or Boris? It's Boris, oh. but it's you with Brock Lesnar. Oh, cool. <laughs> Sounds messy. Uh, Princess Kimberly, or just Kimberly, won the Chikara Grand Championship at Top Banana this weekend. Yes, that was the name of the show. Top Banana. Top Banana. I like that. She beat Hello Wicked to become the fourth ever Chikara Grand Champion. She joins the likes of Eddie Kingston, Icarus, and Hello Wicked. Uh, she's the first ever female and the lightest because they build by weight or whatever. Mm. So she's now considered the lightest ever and the first ever female. Kimberly's one of the best indie wrestler girls out there. So I just thought it'd be a cool little story there. Cool. Um, that's kind of a big news in terms of the indie world right now. Everyone seems to be talking about Kimberly. Nice. So I've yeah. heard that name before. So that says a lot about her as well. Yeah, she's she's a really top talent. Nice. That's why she's a princess. She follow us on Twitter. Is that why I know her? Ah, uh, she might follow us. Hey, Ki- at Kimberly, if you follow us, you're cool. At some point, you lose a lot of respect for a person who follows us on Twitter. She, she does not, so we're good. <laughs> no, good. We're good. <laughs> we're good. Adam uh, Rose is retweeting us now, so you yeah, know that. You, you know what that, that says about us. Also, uh, Shimmer followed us. That's cool. Well. I don't know Shoot. who that is. That's the, an all-girl promotion. All promotion. Ooh, that's neat. I didn't even know that was a thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. All the top girls wrestle there, like Blue Pants. Oh, good. Wrestles there as Leva Bates. Speaking of which, didn't we... At one point, have a story saying that she had left NXT. She, she signed said, another by appearance uh-uh. deal, like a fucking cockroach. That woman, hey. Uh, she I just think more popping up every time yeah, you try yeah. and kill her, right? But I think it's also like she's back by popular demand. Actually, now quote unquote. All right. Well, I don't know. I think the internet likes her. She had Watch. different music. She when did. She came back. No more prices. Wasn't right. the price and re- but it still right sounds like off. fucking Colin Cassidy singing it. A little bit. Well, yeah. I think it's the same dude doing that. Probably, yeah. Do, They're do, just do, like, do, do. okay, we can't use this anymore. You got to do something else. <laughs> Bob Barker called. Well, originally <laughs> it was Colin Cassidy, and they just split it out because he did that in a promo once for her. Well, really? Yeah. Good. Good. Well, then it probably is Colin Cassidy. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Guaranteed. <laughs> Guaranteed. Is that it for the news? You bet your sweet bippy uh, that's it for the news. One little thing. Stardust was examined oh, at right. a uh, local hospital after Raw with his match with Jack Thwagger. Mm-hmm. Um, Swagger's working stiff. Yeah, he uh, suffered an injury, uh, but he's totally fine. So and that Del Rio chair barely, shot was pretty stiff, too. Barely, barely news. Yeah, I thought he hit him in the head with that. but That was weird. Yeah. Del Rio's stiff. He's trying to hurt That's guys. no surprise.
surprised he didn't try and take his face. Hope you guys are ready. I got a whole thing written about how Del Rio's stiff in a match here. Let's talk about Raw. Get the cards, the drugs from my generation. I'll take the fall. The state, no cross the nation. And it's a North Charleston Coliseum in North Charleston, South Carolina. Sponsored by Charleston Chew. The most confusing thing I've ever had to find out in my life. Home of the King. North Charleston, <laughs> South Carolina. Is everything the home of the King now? Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. All right. Show begins with the newly formed League of Nations, who uh, already have their own theme music. Yeah, yeah it's pretty cool looking. Or sounding. It was. Looking. That yeah, music sure. looked great. It was kind of generic-ish, but it worked. Yeah. It was uh, triumphant. Yeah, it just got like theme. national epicness to it. Yeah, I and guess. they just kind of flashed their names in gold, Alberto, and that's good. They don't need much more than that at this point, especially because I don't think this is going to be a super long-term thing. So right. they're probably like, well, let's not uh, let's not break the budget on these guys. Part of me wonders how much it was a blessing in disguise that Kevin Owens was sick and couldn't do Raw last week, because I want to think that they probably had him slotted instead of Del Rio in this. Really? Yeah. And that's why he missed Raw. I don't know if that's entirely true they were going to put him in there. I don't really think they see Kevin. I'm not basing it on anything. I'm just guessing. Oh, yeah. Originally, I guess that Kevin Owens would be in there as well as a Canadian guy. But I read that they have more, like, investment in Kevin Owens as an individual guy. Good. Instead of putting him in this group because, like, the whole rumors of him being, like, Kevin Owens versus Lesnar or whatever. Like, I think a lot of people backstage have... High, high investments in Owens. I was worried that they were going to even put him in this week because he was tweeting back and forth with Sheamus like all week. All week they were tweeting back and forth about, like Kevin Owens even called him out and said, it's not a belt, it's a championship or something <laughs> on Twitter. And like, it was, you should actually look it up. It was a funny little back and forth. I will. I have to look that up on the SAP on yeah. Twitter account because I can't see it on mine. Right? Why? Are you blocked by somebody? Yeah, Kevin Owens blocked me forever ago. Yeah, I, thought, I, I told you guys about this. Which is funny because I like, <laughs> not surprised. <laughs> It, no, it, it happened before. It was. It happened right as he got signed to WWE. What did you say to him? Uh, probably something about indies. It was probably something about Generico. It was back when he was just really bitter about him not being signed. That's terrible. So, whatever. I still think he's a funny guy. I still cheer for him. It's just that's his thing is that he blocks people that's on great. social media. It's not like I'm butthurt over it. I'm like, that's well, great. There's times where like I see other people, it'll like so occasionally a retweet will show up or whatever. And I'd be like, oh, fuck that. And then I'll go to look at more, and it's like, you're still blocked. Yeah, like, fuck. Damn it. <laughs> and it's not like I'm going to be like, hey, we should campaign to get me unblocked by Kevin Owens. I'm like, well, whatever. Yeah. I'll live on. Just search it through the SatPod account. Yeah. At SatPod. Don't, don't get us it. blocked, please. Please. I don't, I, no. I'll get, my, <laughs> I'll, get our, I'll get our good buddy Adam Rose to follow us. Good. All right. Uh, Seamus talks about how he and his uh, friends are the best, and then the Wyatt family shows up in the ring. And everyone goes, okay. This was this, this was maybe you, my favorite moment of Raw. Where are you going? Yeah, like, just what the when fuck's happening hit? here? Because yeah. it's always like, like the second something like that happens, you're like, what the fuck is going on? Where Why are the Wyatts coming out against these guys? Uh, Bray says they need to be properly introduced and says their nations are just a piece of his world, which is a great fucking line. I love Bray that. Bray had a solid fucking yeah. promo here. Uh, the two teams are, they do the standoff four against four, about to throw down. Dudley Boys come out with Tommy Dreamer, uh, but they're not alone because they brought your boy, the Rhino. You with must them. have marked out. 
I did. I popped quite big. You love yeah. Rhino. We had it down. We had it down to Rhino and RVD. So yeah. we were discussing Rhino beforehand. What if it isn't RVD? Who's it going to be? And Rhino was the one. I was so out. sure it was going to be RVD because everyone on so Twitter said yeah. like like many tweets similar to yours of like, "Hey, Rob Van Dam, see you at Monday at six thirty or whatever." Right. And the other thing uh, that I didn't even realize until today, my co-host Scott McCord pointed out on Bubba Ray's Twitter, like two hours before the show, he tweeted lyrics to "Enter Sandman." By Metallica. Oh, really? Which is the Sandman's yeah. theme. So, so that was just a actively, big fuck you guys. He was but, actively trying to keep people yeah. off the track. That's Which awesome. is great. That's yeah. such a great way to do it. Because sure. everyone on Twitter, oh, well, I guess it's Sandman. Yeah. yeah right? Same thing like uh, earlier in the week. He was like, oh, a place to call to my hardcore brother. And it's like, everyone's like, oh, Spike Dudley for fans who don't know that he's not wrestling anymore or whatever. Yeah. And it's just like, but brother is just a wrestling term. Yeah. Or whatever, right? I, I thought this was okay. Rhino, he got a big pop. Yep. Yeah. He was probably all fired up. Wasn't we wearing love a Rhino. shirt. Yep. He came yeah. out with just the tights on. Wasn't wearing an NXT or uh, Dudley's shirt. He was later, later in the night. Yeah. But, no, it was cool to see Rhino. I don't care if Rhino's a little chubbier or Dreamer is. He can still go. They're in their 40s. Yeah, exactly. And he's, he's a Rhino. He should be big. Yeah. <laughs> he should be large, and he is. Also, Rhino's music hasn't changed at all, has it? No. Exactly. That's, same. that's the cool thing. When they're like... You're like, fuck yeah, that's Rhino versus Tommy Dreamer bullshit they're trying to tell us last week. Yeah. <laughs> um. So they head to the ring until Rowan Reigns' music hits, and uh, he heads to the ring along with his boys, Dean Ambrose and the Usos. Roman and friends from the crowd. And then we cut to commercial, we come back, and we have a 16-man fatal four-way with one guy from each team in the ring at the same time elimination match. Yeah, and that's what really made this unique was yeah. the fact that they were putting one guy from each team in. I'd never seen anything no, like this No, me neither, because it's always been two guys in the ring. No matter how many teams you have, it's two guys in the ring, mm-hmm. and people have to like tag themselves in. And or shit. if somebody gets eliminated, then Someone while the other in. guy's celebrating from pinning him, another guy comes in from another team and attacks him from behind. That's as soon as they explained that, I was like, good luck to the referee and good luck <laughs> to the commentators. Oh, and shit. even the superstars, like that's way harder to choreograph. Oh, big time. A fatal four-way yeah. where everyone can tag in three other guys. Uh, Wyatt's go out first when Eric Rowan that was surprising. from uh, after a DDT from Tommy Dreamer. Then uh, ECW team goes out next when Bubba takes a pin uh, from Sheamus after a bro kick. And then Reigns spears Sheamus and uh, pins him for the win in the match as well. Mm-hmm. It was an okay little match. It went for a long time. Yeah, it was good. It was the a... first hour Raw was really good. Yes. Yeah. Um, um, Michael Cole, no one calls Rhino the Gore Machine. Yeah, that was weird. That yeah. don't try to make up a brand new nickname for someone strange. like who's you been around forever. Man, you can call him the Man Beast. Sure, you can call him like the the Gun for Hire or whatever. Call him the ECW original, whatever you want to call him. Don't call him a brand new name, especially with something where he, like everyone knows. Yeah, it's very strange. Yeah, this was uh, it was really cool. Like I was telling you when we were watching it, I kind of liked the process of getting all these teams out there for the match more than I like the match itself. Yeah. But I thought the whole package from start to finish was was really good. I thought it was weird having Tommy Dreamer eliminate the Wyatts. Yeah, I was like, what? Like the Yeah. Like investing that much in Dreamer over them. Yeah. There's also like weird things in this match like Eric Rowan doing a spin kick right before and then getting reversed into that DDT for Dreamer to pin him. You're like, Eric Rowan, you're such a big guy. Why did you try for like a Chuck Norris-style spin kick. He does that a lot, though. It used to be his finisher, didn't it? Rowan? Used to do that spin kick to finish people? Right at the beginning? Right. Really? Oh, right. man, yeah. I totally don't recall yeah, 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 yeah. that. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, I thought it would have been really good to have the Wyatts win this match. 
because that is your actual four-man team. Yeah, and then they're the ones that you should be establishing as they're the strongest of the mm-hmm. four. As as a four-man unit, they beat the four-man unit. Yeah, they should be the top four-man unit as they're the only ones built as that, and they should right. have they've had the longest chemistry. Right. right, but I understand it's like well. We want to put our main event segment, guys. Well, not only that, I think if you're going to have the the Wyatts win this match, you want to have them pin the Dudleys last, which means that the Dudleys have to outlast the other two teams. Or you can have them pin the Dudleys first. That's true. Good to that, I guess, yeah. I think you just want them to pin the Dudleys for sure. And see, when I first saw this, when Mm. we talked about this, I figured this was, okay, Tommy Dreamer is going to get taken out by the end of the night that will allow them to then replace him with Rob Van Dam at the pay-per-view. Right. That's what I thought this meant, was he got the pin, they're going to find him backstage, oh, knocked Dreamer's out. sticking and, around. Yeah, but uh, that's obviously... It was also case. one of the things of when you have two <clears throat> guys coming in as like part-timers or, oh, this old-timer is back or whatever, it's really easy for them to take the pinfall and not hurt your main roster guys. Totally. That's a, right? I just didn't get... Like, like, I was, was like, man... That the Dudleys could have been the first team out, not the Wyatts. Wyatts being out first was, like, shocking. Yeah. But I guess they thought it was more important to bill Tommy Dreamer as, like, a guy as good as everyone else in this match than it was to bill anyone else as. Maybe they're planning on getting rid of Rowan, too. Maybe that that's he's, he'll take another pin at the thing and they'll turn on him or That is the weakest link of the Wyatt family? Yeah. The thing is, at some point, possibly. if you turn on Rowan, you might as well fire Rowan. Because where's that guy going to stick everywhere yeah. else? <laughs> He's going to go back to making his own wine. That was a great game. Uh, I hope so. And stalking Rubik's, Renee Young. There Rubik's was Cube so Solomon. much they could have done with that. The stock was all right. Yeah. I okay. actually did enjoy the stalking I want to give shout-outs now to Del Rio's stiff kicks. Okay. Like, he just, fuck you, fuck you on every kick. Yeah. Every kick he works is so stiff, and it's his style. And I like it. But there's times where some guys are like, Del Rio, you blatantly just kicked me in the ribs three times. Like, please stop. Relax. Yeah, he uh, he is a very stiff worker. It's the same thing like too. the chair shots he does later. Are like, whoa, he's fucking swinging. Yeah, stuff because you don't want anyone to get hurt, but at the same time, you don't want gonna, it to look really fake. Yeah, we're gonna talk about this when NXT when we time to watch NXT. Nothing makes a match look better than some real stiff, angry looking wrestling. Yeah. Oh yeah, nothing is more committing than when you see somebody and you're like, he might be teeing off on that guy right yeah. now. Uh, SmackDown, it's moving to USA, and they aired a commercial, and it was actually kind of funny. It was pretty humorous. I don't even really remember. I wrote down in all office, the people in it. And it was Triple H and Stephanie. And Paige is like, you should let me say it, because oh, the British accent. Oh, they want to be the spokesperson, that's yeah. what it was. Yeah. Uh, New Day wants to do something, like, really extreme. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stardust was the last one. In the stars. Right. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Rusev wanted to sing a song. Yeah, that was funny. Rusev is the one that made me laugh. Yeah, Rusev was the funniest. Kane wanted to set something on fire, and I don't remember what Roman's was. It made me think of the Raw 1000 commercial where Vince is like, hey, John, Cena, tell everyone that Raw's moving an hour early and we're going three hours moving forward. And John Cena has his headphones in and has to spread, and it's like the telephone game where they mix up. Yeah, the, the message ends up being totally oh, okay. wrong. I like yeah. little things like this where they're self-aware, but people are kind of in it's character. Funny. And mm-hmm. they, their commercials like this have always been funny. There's yeah. that old one where they're walking through the WWE headquarters, and Kane's in the background choke slamming. Some oh, guy the in a Super suit Bowl and, one. Yeah, that's yeah, that yeah, one's yeah. A, that commercial. They've awesome. always done really good, and the XFL commercial as well. Yep, the Royal Rumble dating one was yeah. all right. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, like the Royal Rumble dating yeah. one. All good, all good stuff they've done. All the WrestleMania movie ones for 21. Yeah, those oh, really those were fucking excellent. Those were the best. I still may have never laughed harder in my life than fucking Ric Flair on that donkey or whatever. Yeah. For the Woo! for the Woo! high ladder yeah. one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he falls off it at the end. It's hilarious. 
There's one where people are in a restaurant and they're screaming. It's not Daniel Bryan because he wasn't around. Kurt there. Angle uh, and Christy Hemme. Yeah. Oh yeah, and they're just screaming. Yeah. 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 Uh, when how thank I'm you in your photogenic about, memory, uh, Warren. Thank you. How I met when Harry met Sally. Harry that's met the Sally. one. That's yeah. what it's called. Uh, backstage, Renee Young meets Seamus. They do not have orgasms, though, unfortunately. Seamus is going to kick him in the taint. Uh, who said? Uh, Seamus says Reigns has no chance in hell to win the title on Sunday. Vince McMahon. No chance. Smile. Smiling back in gonna, uh, He's going to tear Reigns me. apart and teach him a lesson later on tonight. What are you talking about, a taint? I saw you tweet about that, and I have no idea what the hell you're oh, talking he, about. Oh, at one point he goes, I'm going to smash your, like, your teat. Like he means, he oh, means your, teeth, your teeth, but oh, everyone teeth. thought he yes. said, "I'm going to smash your taint." He did I thought say he said teeth. Yeah. yeah, I knew he said teeth, but everyone on social media teeth. said that he said taint. That would I knew funny. he said teeth. That's why I hate the internet. It'd be funny if he hit the came internet. out and actually kicked a man in the taint. Yeah, I know. It'd be like so spread funny. Spread his leg, and boom, right in the taint. It was really funny when my parents were like, what's a taint? I was like, oh, man. It would have been funny Never if right that. after he says, kick him in the teat, Renee Young looked down at her own breasts. Like covered them? Like, whoa! <laughs> kick her in the teat. Okay. I'll get Becky Lynch's next shirt. Stardust is backstage. Cuts promo talking about uh, his match with Jack Swagger and how he's going to take him out later tonight. Titus O'Neil wanders in, tells him uh, that he needs to get him some me time. Yeah, some Stardust But he time. said it really weird. He's like, you need to get you some. Get you some. And then, like, even Stardust, like, like reacted to like, it, what? like he was implying women. Right, and then yeah. just like some me time. Get you some me time. It was weird. That I don't know weird. if they did that on purpose or if he screwed up the line or what it was, but this is—is is this a tag team? Is that where we're I headed? That's where this? we're headed. Yeah. Maybe I think so. Or and my th- theory of this is going to be the Christmas episode where Stardust is the bad guy and. <laughs> And uh, Titus, Titus O'Neil saves Christmas. Teach him it the could, meaning of Christmas. It could very well be both those things. It could be. That's that how they begin. Well, to I be would a tag be team. mildly committed to that. Sure. Actually, he'll be like the Grinch, sort of. That's better than Alberto Del Rio hit Santa. Oh God! When he was a face. Well, yeah, well, you just turned only to face. then turn that back face after that yeah. was fucking horrible. Well, and he didn't mean to hit Santa. He God, was, he it really was an happy. accident. It was a hit and run. They didn't report it. Ricardo did it. All right. That's why he was never hired back. Ricardo, I need you to take the fall for me. They should bring him back. Ricardo, I'm too drunk. I need you to t- get in the wheel seat. <laughs> but, of course, you already knew that. Uh, I have read that a couple of people were saying that Titus O'Neil is trying to bring back the good old Cody Rhodes. Yeah, that's, there was somebody on as Twitter well as that was tweeting on that commentary. Too. Titus O'Neil kind of alludes to that later as well. Maybe. I kind of like that in the sense that I want Cody Rhodes back. Well, I don't see where this gimmick can go. Like, it's... It, it's reached start, its peak already. Yeah, Stardust, yeah. yeah. You've done all you can do. You've tried to give it spinoffs with the Cosmic King. Didn't work. And the Cosmic Wasteland. Didn't work. Didn't work. This was really something that was like an excellent idea when he was trying to find a tag team partner for Goldust. Yes. And really didn't need to last a whole lot longer after that. No. Yeah. But it fa- seemed like Cody had fun with it, so. Right. Good I for agree. Him. Oh, yeah. It was like he had a lot of Star Wars references. In, still, in if he wants here. to move forward and... Have some sort of success, I think he's got to drop it. Yeah. Like, that's at the end of the day, that's all that matters. Totally. Uh, Kevin Owens taking on Dolph Ziggler. Uh, Owens picks up the win with a pop up powerbomb after a pretty long match here. Match well, of the night. Really here. long yeah. match. Uh, like 20 ish, 20 plus minutes. Look that up, actually. I want to see how long that match was. You had uh, Tyler Breeze ringside. I don't think. Was he on commentary as well? No, no he was just no, in his VIP just section. In his VIP, Sometimes yeah. the camera would go on him and you could hear him in summer being like, right. oh, these grapes are so good. Or, oh, he, look at this photo of He did us. nothing. Like, he literally sat there. Dean Ambrose comes out after the bell with popcorn and soda, which he was eating backstage, watching it. 
which I'm sure will be, if it's not already made a meme, it will be. And uh, he gets in the ring with said popcorn and pop, throws it at uh, Kevin Owens' face, and then leaves. Why is it but Ember- Tyler Breeze didn't do anything. He literally yeah. sat there, watched, and there was no mention of him. He didn't assault, like, he didn't insult uh, Ziggler nope. after he didn't go take, like, if he would have at least gotten the ring, and I mean, they played Ambrose's music right after that pinfall happened. Yeah, which was weird, because yeah. Kevin Owens wins, I'm like, this isn't his music, what yeah, the it's fuck like, are you, you guys gonna- fuck up, oh. or... Right, he's coming and out. then Owens looks really shocked because his music isn't playing or whatever. And then he actually screamed at him too. Yeah, my I, music is supposed I, to play. I don't want popcorn <laughs> to pop. I want my music. He's great. The little things with uh, but yeah, it would have been cool if like Breeze. It would have given him a point if he would have gone and taken a selfie with Ziggler after he was like knocked out or whatever. Sure. Right. At least you would have had something. I mean, there. I like the VIP gimmick. I, I think that's great that he sits there and has his own little VIP section. But there's got to be a purpose for him to come out there other than to just sit there and Yeah, watch. and then just having him on TV there. And I hate yeah. the screw job finish, the distraction finish, but even that would have been better than him just sitting there. Yeah, because he's nothing. pretty much useless for just being there. Yeah. Um, this match was just a shade under 20 minutes. Yeah. And the one prior to that was 21 and a half. Oh, wow. So it was closer than I thought. Yeah. Wow. There's one fan who just That's tries cool. to start a Ziggler chant during a rest hole. And it's just like, Zig, like this would totally be me, probably. Mm. Just Ziggler, 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 Ziggler. And then, like, one of his friends beside him is like, dude, just stop it. And, like, he's just like, oh, okay. No. There's always someone. It's usually <laughs> like, a kid. No, it's not only a full grown man. No, but it's usually a kid. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's usually a kid screaming at an inappropriate time where it gets picked up. All right. Uh, White Family cuts a promo in both the ECW team. And Braun Strowman says he's going to destroy Tommy Dreamer, thus. Furthering my suspicions that they were going to remove him Write from him this off. match. Yeah. It was cool and, that he uh, cut a promo just on Tommy. Yeah. Like, hey, Tommy Dreamer's back for like a month or whatever. And bro- like they're really using Tommy as a way to get Soman over. And I think that's my my problem is that I don't feel like Tommy Dreamer is credible. Is credible that's a, that's in not any a credible of these name roles. for you? No. Yeah. You just spent five minutes on the last week's show putting Tommy Dreamer over. I, well, God, love the guy. Um, but yeah, it's you get him out there, and I'm happy he's working good matches, and he hasn't done anything in the ring where like he's obviously still in good shape, uh, work wise. Yeah. But it's just like, man, you're in the Bray Wyatt angle, like the Bray Wyatt angle, and mm. you're yo, you're pinning the Wyatts now, Tommy, and now the Wyatts are like focused on you, like you're the threat to the Wyatts. Okay, I guess yeah, it is a little bit of a stretch. I wish it was Rhino. Like I know those guys shouldn't seem so different to me, but Rhino seems so much more. What the I fuck? I can't <laughs> believe you're just like, oh man, now you're getting beat by the you're getting beat by Dreamer. Tommy Dreamer beat the Wyatts, you guys. What <laughs> was Rowan? If that's you're going to beat point. A. Wyatt, yeah. that's the one to do it, I guess. Maybe just right place, right time for yeah. him. All right. Uh, Neville is in the locker room when The Miz tries to make the argument to him that he could be the next Daniel Bryan. This was really dumb. And then some guy from some USA show came in and Donnie or some shit and gave him his card and wants to put him on a show, which they I... They were clearly... Isn't this Donnie show like a sitcom or is it like an actual It's interview? like a sitcom about... A show like the Jimmy Fallon show, I'm pretty sure. That's so dumb. So he, and he was like, like, it's so like dumb. I guess he was on there for them to uh, promote it. But at the same time, The Miz was like ripping his guests. Like, right. Your show is irrelevant based on the people you see, say you have. Very weird way to do it. 
And who the, what the fuck is the next Daniel Bryan when it comes to Hollywood? Daniel Bryan has done nothing on in. Well, I think that's more because Daniel Bryan was the Mrs. Rookie in NXT. Yeah, that, oh, like, that's okay. what they're getting they're, at. That, one, that one right over my but, head. Yeah, exactly. They didn't I, yeah, that. You don't yeah. know about like NXT season one or But I, I did. I just didn't think about that probably because it was so long ago. But it was like I, when he was giving him the card and talking about Hollywood and stuff, I was like, oh, Daniel, Daniel Bryan, why don't you say I'm going to make you the next right. Dwayne Johnson or yeah. something? like? Yeah. <laughs> Also, let's be honest, Neville is too ugly to be in movies. As is Daniel Bryan. True. (laughs) That's like during the Rosebush, the little Dumbo burn that he has about Neville. You're (laughs) like, ooh, that hurts. That's deep. The true ones that really hurt you. Uh, Sasha Banks and Naomi defeat Brie Bella and Alicia Fox when Naomi lands the rear view on Brie after a distraction from Tamina. The streak continues. Fucking commentators straight up are just like, the Bellas. I'm like, no, that's Alicia Fox. In there, weird. like, don't try to just be like, oh, like, just call you can call him Team Bella. I, I got mean, no problem with that. That's that at some point you just respect them for <laughs> being like, and they won't even, no one will even care. Let's just call them the Bella, they're the yep. new Bellas. Yeah, that. No this black knows. woman. Uh, and then the new day comes out afterwards, their adoptive sister, and uh, celebrates with uh, Team Bad and gives them unicorn horns. The newest yeah. product on WWE Shop. We we kind of talked about this a couple weeks ago, how it would be cool if they could kind of team up somehow, and this, I think, is the most that we'll ever get of that. Oh, for fuck's sakes, does Tamina ever not belong there, though? The internet loved it, like, in terms of being like, yes, best moment of Raw! Which and I'm like, this is a, a neat segment or whatever. They just really dance together. I yeah. still, every time they do that unity thing now, all I can picture is Tamina, like, yeah. a second late. I think the unity... <laughs> I think the unity thing is dumb either way. Like, I don't... I don't get it. I don't get why they're doing they're it. They're trying something. I guess, least. yeah. Which I guess they should. They're the best be team, though, something. of like. No, not but totally. Your... I love them as a team. Well, I love Naomi and Sasha. I wish that was the team. I'm still unclear whether they're faces or heels, though. Me too. They're because... kind of nothing. They're kind of whatever they are based on who they're wrestling. Are New Day faces or heels? But then they dance with New Day, who I would say are heels. Yeah. Yeah. I think I th- I do but, think but they are get heels. a like super comedical face reaction or just get good reactions. I don't know. I think they are heels. Yeah, but well, for New Day's think, for sure heels. No, I know oh. that. I oh. think Sasha, oh, Team Bad. I think Team Bad are heels. I just think that when you put them against certain opponents, is Team Bella face now? Then, well, the, that's what we were saying last week. Is we thought they were turning Brie Bella face, but they didn't really do anything to further that point this week. Right, but I still think yeah. that. They might have been the more face-ish. Fuck, they also won with a distraction. All the so. divas are heels right True. now. Crowd was not into Brie at all, though. They were no. doing no heavily instead of yes when she was yep. doing her kick. So. They're booing the shit out of Brie, yeah. too. I don't know what the fuck they're doing here, but God bless them, they try. Mm-hmm. That's, that's good. <laughs> they're doing that's... their best. Scott, are you going to buy a unicorn horn? Nope. All right. I had my money that you would, but I guess not. No, that, that, I have no use no, for that. I'm going to buy you that for Christmas. Okay. And you have to wear it to work. Work at Sapod or work that I don't work, do? Work, work. We, this is okay. not work. Your first we day don't... of a new job, when you eventually get it, you have to wear the uniform. I'm going to wear this, like, almost dildo interview. on my head. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Did you see, uh, um. JTG's yes, tweet? Yes, yeah, JTG was tweeting about, yeah, I didn't know you could sell sex toys on WWE or something like that. <laughs> something along those lines. It was pretty funny back and forth. Okay, uh, New Day then cut a promo about their match on Sunday, and it involves uh, role-playing in which Kofi Fuck, is a cat, is Big E is a tree, and Xavier Woods 
is a man and they save the cat from the tree. And I will be playing all three members of New Day. I didn't like this. No, maybe the crowd loved was... it that was there. Um, they, this is a weird crowd. Or, I, or I think the they way were they mic'd it. it really made it sound like they were laughing. They were laughing. Yeah. Like, they were enjoying it. It genuinely sounded like they were laughing and found it a funny segment to be there. There's a lot of kids in this crowd. Yeah, I thought it was entertaining like enough. This crowd being the WWE crowd, not yes, necessarily I thought it was this city. A bit too much of a reach. Yeah, for me. I thought it was a little I, too much big for, you, really. for me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, which is, I thought it was I don't, fine. Don't don't remember the last time they missed for me. Right, I've, I've I, been into their dumb shit before, but I don't know. Wasn't into this one. Yeah, I'm listening to them kinda having like, physical unicorn horns. I get it, why they have them or whatever. They did they have, but it does kind of defeat the purpose of the whole put your crowd joining in with the finger. WWE loves merchandise, of course, though, right? So. All right, uh, Lucha Dragons taking on uh, New Day. New Day, and they actually pick up a win when the Usos attack Xavier Ring. Uh, Xavier mm, at nice. ringside. <laughs> Usos are on commentary. At um, and then Kofi take uh, gets pinned by Sinkara because he's distracted by Xavier getting attacked at ringside. Fucking Sinkara pins the wrong guy. The ref's like, "That's not the legal man." Yeah, that was no, that was I'm like, "Yep, that'll be on Botchamania." Kalisto yeah. also. Well, between the two of them, they really botched a, a tilt a whirl head scissors. Yes, <laughs> this wasn't really a great match. Kalisto New just Day? fell on his back, and then there was like a second delay, and then like who was he? I think it, it was Kofi. Yeah, did yeah. a front flip. He's like, oh shit! Oh, oops. N- New Day just tossed Lucha Dragons around like over the ropes. You guys are taking the bump to the floor yeah. into the barricade. You're taking that bump too, and it was just like, like I don't know. It just was kind of a clunky match. Wasn't great, but uh, these guys are getting louder. Triple yeah, threat ladder. ladder. Right. These guys, the Usos and New Day. Renee Young interviews Roman Reigns backstage. Says he's not in- interested in Sheamus's lesson. He's only interested in becoming the next champion. Thank you, Roman Reigns. Fair enough. The Miz introduces Charlotte and Ric Flair for Miz TV. Uh, Flair was doing this weird dance to Charlotte's theme. Yep. Like, like if, if you were to somehow pick Ric Flair... And drop him in the middle of a rave with a bunch of twenty-year-olds. Yep, that's how he would try and relate to them, and it would be awkward as hell. That's what I pictured. <laughs> I want, I want someone sort to give that music. now like, and just doctor that. So, and like you could tell, even Charlotte's like Jesus, Jesus, Jesus Dad, doing? come on. I just want to say this is the worst segment of the night. Um, before we start talking about it, Miz says Charlotte has matured on the main roster, and Rick says uh, he will be in his in her corner when she faces Paige at the. Uh, pay-per-view on Sunday in the title match and then the three of them exchange some words about Charlotte's new attitude until Paige comes out looking for a fight. Uh, Rick ter- tells her to wait until Sunday then Paige slaps him and uh, <laughs> Rick Flair, so Charlotte's on the outside, Rick Flair is turned from being slapped, leaning on the top rope and just yells at you, get her! Get her! <laughs> she like, slides in there and starts attacking thing. her and like then uh, Paige runs away. Yeah, it was very very weird. Yes. Yeah. The only thing I, I liked was Paige slapping Ric Flair to further that angle. She hit him hard, too. So she did not hold that one back at all. I feel like Rick was like, yeah, if you're going to slap me, just slap me. Sure. Yeah. I've been I've been slapped harder by <laughs> worse-looking ladies or whatever. I'm sure he said to her backstage or some shit. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if I care much about this match. I don't overly very much because it's one of those things where you're like, who's the face? Also, we didn't get Becky here, and that was the biggest thing from last week that left yeah. me wondering what's going to happen there. And we, we, no sign of her, no mention, no cutout promo, nothing. Who's- I would I would like to again reiterate that I don't think I've cared about a Divas match in a very long time. Yeah, this revolution hasn't really paid off aside from getting a couple of the NXT girls up. 
Yeah. But they haven't put on the matches we were hoping for the most part. Like, they've had a couple, oh, that was pretty solid, but nothing where we've been like, whoa, they fucking tore down the house. Mm. Yeah. And part of that's obviously time given and, and, and this and that, but it's certainly, there's, I'm I, I'm wait I'm still waiting for this like nothing Steven's is compared to Sasha quality. Banks versus Bailey. Nope, I agree. Or yeah. like Paige versus Charlotte in NXT. Or countless other ones like Char- you, Charlotte Bailey. Yeah, like Charlotte Bailey. Or I mean Charlotte Banks. I think Charlotte Banks is the one I was thinking of mm-hmm. where they fucking moonsaulted, where she moonsaulted off the top rope and landed on yes. her feet. Yeah, and I was like, That's no nice. one, no one can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, there's a just a long list of great Divas matches in NXT, and there's been nothing that's been, like, there's been good matches, but there's nothing that's been, like, wow. Nothing that, like, comes close to being even a contender for match of the year. Like, there's some NXT right. ones where you're like, that could debatably be in the running. Sure. But nothing really from on the main roster. Okay, uh, Rusev. And Ryback fight to a double countout after Lana fakes a leg injury after Ryback bumps into her while chasing Rusev. This is exactly what you wanted to happen last week, and it happened this week. She goes, I broke my leg! I think I broke my leg! Like, this was me when I came home from the bar. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Same look on Brando's ah! face. Uh, and Warren, then, uh, kill him! <laughs> Put him in the accolade, Warren! Rusev locks in the accolade outside the ring. Uh, and then after Ryback passes out, he kisses Lana, and Lana's fine. She faked it. Yep. Totally faked it. That's that's it. So good. This is going to be a match that's going to happen at TLC, and we're going to forget about it thereafter. Uh, uh, what did you guys think of Ryback it, over the top rope? If it helps, sorry, oh, if it helps no, at first. all on the card, this is not a match at TLC. That's true. Yet it probably will be. Good Wait God. till the end of SmackDown tapings tonight. It'll be announced. Uh, yeah, that was interesting. The I don't know what you want to call it, corkscrew. It was like a corkscrew crossbody cross flop. It was bad. Yeah. It, it well, was bad. I, I didn't think it was bad. Like I, I thought think it, was it was dangerous. Was I think I thought it Lance was as Storm good said. as he's going to be able to do that. I don't think he's true, should... but that doesn't mean that it's good. Yeah, it, that's the best it's going to get for him. Actually, I think the best high flying maneuvers he should do in the safe way is. When there's a big six-man tag and everyone's outside, like he did, yeah. and then he does that stupid uh, double arm fall down. I mean, I just want on on terms in terms of the safety thing. I'm sure he like Rusev knew about the spot. Oh yeah, and yeah. he did it, and the spot went perfectly fine because all he's got to yeah. do is slow him down on the way down. Rusev was fine. It could easily go bad for Ryback in the air, though. Sure, it could, especially on, on that landing. I mean, I'm just I feel I don't want to tear this guy down because it's like no, I, what's I'm a not big man down. trying I, to go over I, the I big think, top rope? I think rope? he shouldn't be like he tries to do a, a drop kick off the second rope too, and that looks all right. But I just don't think Ryback should be flying. So you think Ryback should keep doing what you shit on him for doing? Yeah, he does it all right <laughs> at least. Like Ryback I, was an idiot in this match all match. He just ran full speed at everything. I get the allure of having a big guy do a move like that. Yeah, but. I think if you look bad doing it, you shouldn't be doing it. Like, you look at Luke Harper and the way he does it, that's like a spectacle where it's like, Whoa. you see him winding up, you know it's coming, you're like, holy shit, this gigantic dude's going to do it. I don't know, it just looks sloppy Or to Apollo Crews. That- when Apollo Crews flips around or yeah. flies, it looks great. Ryback, it doesn't because he doesn't and have the body for it. And this could have been just one it. time. Maybe just this one time he jumped weird yeah. or something. But or I just maybe it looked a little sloppy. He's working something new into his uh, move set. It probably needs I won't blame a guy for trying something new. I just don't think it looked very good or very safe. Sure, I will say it didn't look very good because I totally agree mm-hmm. with Warren when he says that. Yeah. But in terms of safety, I'm like, if you got a big guy out there catching you and you were like, look, I'm going to do this spot. Yeah. Can we do this spot? And the other guy's like, yeah, let's do this spot. We're trying to entertain people. Then at some point, if no one got hurt, yeah, it's yeah, tough no to one sit got there and be like, one, he shouldn't right? be doing that. 
Right, yeah, and for all we know, like someone backstage could have easily said, like, like it'll what'll tell us if in the next two weeks or like, even Neville at shouldn't a do half his shit because he sh- probably could get hurt. Well, yeah, that's true. I mean, that's half of wrestling. But what the coming to show will be if he keeps it in his move set in if the next two weeks? Yeah, because yeah. if Sunday rolls around and Raw next week and you don't see any high flying, somebody told him backstage, "Don't do that shit again." Yeah, or he's just not overusing it. One or someone two. said, don't do that right. again. Like, it's sometimes it's really easy to tell when a guy does something new in his moveset, and if it doesn't show up again for the next month, like he never works it again. For me, if you're letting Big E spear guys off the apron. that That's true. one you of the things, let... too, where I think that looks pretty dangerous. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I think you got to for Big E than the yeah, other Yeah, because I just almost like, whoa. <laughs> it always looks like he's going to land on his yeah. Knee, like, head Yeah, it always looks down. like he lands, like, right on the top of his head. Terrifying. Okay, uh, Jack Swagger. Defeat Stardust with the uh, Patriot Lock, despite a distraction from Alberto Del Rio and Zeb Coulter. Uh, No Mex-America flag for Zeb Mm. Coulter's scooter anymore. Mm -hmm. And uh, also in the first segment, Sheamus introduced him as being from Mexico. Right. Worth noting that this whole thing might be going down the toilet. It seems I'm pretty sure Mex-America's over. Thank God. Um, Titus O'Neil was on commentary for this one as well. Yeah. Uh, Del Rio starts whacking Swagger with a chair until Swagger grabs a chair of his own and uh, knocks the chair out of Del Rio's hand. Then Del Rio runs away. Swagger yells at Coulter. Uh, Coulter, sorry. Coulter. I put you in there. Zeb Coulter. Uh, and that he's a hypocrite, and then Zeb just kind of scooters away, which was yep. funny, the way he just kind of like stared at him handle- as he was driving away. Yeah, slowly. I'm going to handle this conflict by slowly yep. driving away. It's the same thing later with uh, the backstage segment. Yeah. Yep. Well, he's just like, Alberto Del Rio knocks a bunch of shit over. He just looks over his shoulder. Scooter's on. Mean mugging. Um, so are we getting a match? Is this on the yep. card? Yeah, this is on the <laughs> card okay. as a chairs match. Good. For the U.S. Swell. title. Swell. Uh, Adam Rose does his Rosewood Bush sketch thing here as well. We into this yet? I don't mind it. I don't mind it. Like, I prefer this to Miss TV. I agree. I only prefer this to Miss TV because it takes up less time. Not yeah, because and that's it's exactly. Better. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly I don't know. Why. I don't mind segments like this. Like, what did the Miz and Morrison have forever ago? The dirt sheet or whatever. Oh yeah, that's like right. I like the gossip sip style segment because you just kind of create a little bit of news and storyline within your own show. Yeah, I like the shot they took at Tommy Dreamer. It was funny. He did have some pretty funny insults in there's there. Some, yeah. There's some good zingers in there. I just don't know where this goes, though. Right. I think this like, is, like, if you thought that this gimmick was going to be the rebirth of Adam Rose. No. Yeah. No. No. I, no. New. At least he's on TV again, I guess, for him. In a way. I mean, at least for him. Yeah, for yeah. him. In terms poor, of being a poor, guy on the roster. <laughs> well, he's got to be like, what the hell's happening? Because you're with Brad Maddox. Brad Maddox gets next. Then, mm-hmm. hey, you got this new segment. Make Write a bunch of jokes, or we'll help you write jokes. Yeah. Uh, and then we go backstage to that segment with uh, Del Rio yelling at Coulter uh, for getting in his way. And Coulter tells him to relax. Del Rio threatens him with a chair. Then Zeb drives away, and uh, Del Rio throws the chair at the metal pole thing. So Makes a bunch of ruckus. We would we get in a flip at the pay-per-view? I think we're getting a flip at the pay-per-view. We're just going to go Zeb? back to the way it was. Yeah, Zeb's going back to being a, a we the people guy. And then I think Zeb might go away. What yeah, if, then I think Zeb might go away too. What if Ricardo comes back? I don't think Ricardo's coming back at all. Ricardo did an interview recently saying that as much as I'd love to be up there with my friend, no one from WWE has any interest in contacting That's me. Fair. I'm pretty sure Triple H didn't like Ricardo. I told him the Bumblebee man. Everyone likes the Bumblebee man. <laughs> yeah, that's totally a nice thing to say to people. 
Uh, Braun Strowman defeats Tommy Dreamer when he counters a DDT attempt into his uh, chokeout move, which I don't think they've no, named, they named it yet. Yeah. No, I don't think so either. That was a cool spot, though. Yeah, I like the way I they like did that. I like that reversal. It was cool. Made Stowman or Strawman look really fucking strong. You struggle though. with that so much. I don't know why I have such a problem with his Braun name. Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman. Before the show, I was like, it's hey, true. guys, name check with me. And it's we this? fucking let you up because you got it wrong earlier in the <laughs> show and we just didn't bring <laughs> it up. I know. You, you let that one slide. Yeah. You guys looked over and chuckled at me. <laughs> I just can't do it. Uh, you were saying the only downside with this move is that it's too quick. I think, yeah, I think you should have them in there a little bit longer before you, you call it off. I get that they're going for the whole, like, oh, the second you're in it, you're done. You're done, yeah. But it just seems like... I agree. It just they let it, He lets seconds. him go, and it's like, you, you're not out. Or the ref should at least, like, do the arm check thing. Yeah. Like, or, like, visually show the ref shaking his arm yeah. that it's completely loose because he's out. Or do a zoom in on his face or something. Rather as opposed to just, it's locked in, it's over. Eat the, blood, eat the blood pack. Sure, yeah. Okay. For that. Uh, Roman Reigns comes out, says he's not leaving the ring until he and Sheamus, quote, destroy the arena with all these toys. Mm-hmm. A little awkward. Yeah, it was weird. Sheamus comes out, uh, says the fight isn't happening until Sunday. They go back and forth for a bit. Roman tries to uh, goad Sheamus into a fight, including the remark that he's smuggling tater tots below the belt. Okay, so when he first said that, I was like, that is a... That is a very good. That is a that is an A yeah. insult. Because Irish and potatoes, right? And right. Like potatoes and and small it's potatoes, thing. T- tater tots, yeah, and it, he has small, small testicles. testicles. Yes, worked really well. Yeah, and Roman Reigns noticed that he got a pop, right? Which is a good thing. Yeah, right. It's good that he's paying attention to the crowd and yeah, working right. with it. But you can't he... go back and say it like six more times. Yeah, way too much. Yeah, way, like at the end of every. Okay, tater tot. I'm gonna move this table. Okay, you coming in yet, tater tot? Yeah. Ha <laughs> Tater tot. Like, like if you relax. do, if you do it the first time and then you do it right at the end as the last thing yeah. to egg Seamus on, it's like, ooh. But I mean, the crowd loves shit like this. Remember I know, when, like, and that was the thing. I was like, it's hard to blame them when they're just chanting all the don't time. Encourage like, him. Yeah. Don't, don't do this. Because this was to him. this this reeked of like that friend that everyone knows that. Can't move away yeah. from the joke, yes, like exactly, like where it was just, it just like it got awkward. a laugh, it got a laugh the first time, and then it just keeps bringing it up, and you're just like more and more every you're time he it. says, you're like, huh, yeah. It's mm-hmm. the guy who does like there's a funny joke the first week of school, yeah. and then he's still saying it at Christmas break, yeah. and you're like, man, just let it go. Yeah, it's, this is weird, but um, okay, so he doesn't take that bait. Seamus uh, gets Reigns to move the table, ladder, and chair all separately, dragging this out as long as oh, humanly fuck. fucking possible. Uh, and then they start brawling. They spill into the crowd, onto the stage. Reigns eventually comes out on top when he spears Seamus through a table that was leaned up against the ring and in front of the announce table. Uh, and then Reigns celebrates as the show goes off the air. Yeah, spot was just okay, but this did just not... needed to be way shorter. Yeah, the the. the... This the payoff for this was was terrible like given up, what we had to sit through. They ended up going over like ten minutes over the three hour mark. It was Why? almost it was almost fifteen. You could have done this like, quick. It would suck to be the show on after Raw. Like, hey, just so you know, you're losing half or like quarter of your time. Yeah, like yeah, forget all the weapons in the ring. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. Leave those tables set up if you want. Yeah. Do some sort of a pull apart. Have a ladder on the outside or something, and then do the spear spot, and that's it. And like this I understand, really dumb. set up a bunch of tables to hope that, but it was like such a weak payoff of one table. Yeah, I know it was, and like, it was long. It was so yeah. fucking long. I am so uninterested in this feud. Like, yeah, I I like what they're doing with Roman not being able to get the belt. Sure, and I yep. understand yep. that the best way to do that was to have Sheamus cash in. I just don't care about Reigns versus Sheamus as a match. 
Certainly not as a story. Right, and you can tell that they're just they're wasting time with it, right? Yeah. This is just okay. We're gonna do this until this happens. A rumble, probably. Right? Just, yeah, let's just finish off else. this the end of the shitty year with another shitty feud, and then we'll turn it on as like, opposed to yeah, just doing it now, like fixing it now and yeah. making this good. Like, it's yeah. tough. It, it sucks. It's really tough though. Like, what do they do at this point? Ratings are quote unquote at an all time low mm-hmm. or whatever. Yep. What do they do? Like they're bringing in a little bit of old timers, keeping people interested. The first hour Raw was great. It fizzled out about halfway through the second hour. Yeah, and he kind of played all your cards in that first hour because he had sixteen of your top guys. Yeah, kind of going at it in the end. like. Yeah, Tommy Dreamer worked two matches tonight. I know. Me and Warren were talking about that, and it's just like, man, what, what year is it? How thin is your roster when you have to have your guy you call up, Tommy Dreamer? Work twice. And injuries are obviously a huge part of that. Like, you look at what you could do with your time if you had John Cena around, Randy Orton around, Cesaro. Daniel Bryan around, Cesaro around. Like, there are a lot of guys that usually can fill a oh, half-hour chunk of the show through a promo yeah. match combination or something that right now there's nothing. And, and, and it's like we were saying, hopefully this all bounces back because hopefully they take all these stars out of the equation. They've elevated guys like New Day. Um, and hopefully by the time everyone comes back, they will have elevated more stars. And hopefully those stars are not Sheamus. Mm. And you get to the point where it's like, oh, now you got all these injury guys coming back and these guys are so much better and more credible because they main evented some segments. And now wrestling's great. They got so much depth. Yeah. It's my God, right now, it's really, really, really tough to watch. And you, you talked about the numbers, Scotty, too. They Two weeks ago was their lowest all-time non-holiday show rated ever, yep. the WWE. They went up last week, and they went down again this week from last week. Was, but they're still ahead of that two weeks ago lowest number, but they dropped from last week to this week again. And apparently right. the week Which one of those was 4%. the Thanksgiving show? Um, last week? That would have been the week before. Okay. Uh, the, the pay-per-view? No. Don't they usually was do it the week before? Yeah. yeah. No, no, week after the pay. I think the Monday. I, I think Survivor Series is always the weekend before Thanksgiving, I think. Yeah. So it would have been the one after Survivor Series. Right. The the raw two Raws after Survivor Series. Yep. I know apparently the week they were up, like lots of wrestling columnists were saying that like the Monday night football matchup sucked that week, so that helped with the Raw's viewership. Mm. Yeah. I don't follow yeah, that. Because there's so cro- there is crossover there, so there is probably a lot of channel flipping. And that's still leading in ratings on Monday night, too. They did, like, uh, 14.1, and Raw did, like, a 3.0 oh, or something. Yeah, yeah. and so. we're in a world now where they will never catch Monday night nope. football. Nope. No. I don't think they'll ever catch the NFL at this point. Yet. Okay. Uh, studs and Duds, who wants to go first? Brando? Nope. Never go first. Okay. Scotty? Nope. Warren, go first. I don't have mine either. Oh. Hey, I'm the only one who wrote down Studs and Duds. Well, then um, why didn't you go? Yeah, why, because, yeah, because you I always go first. Now we I have wanna... to draw attention to it. Well, I got many duds on this one. Okay. See this, and then you use up all everyone's duds. I know that's why I didn't want to go first, so I could just choose like one of my duds that you didn't use. Pick a <laughs> pick a couple of your duds. Okay, I got Owens and Ziggler for my studs. Okay, they had uh, the best match of the night. They had yep. a lot of time out there. Me too. Lots of cool reversals. Lots of big spots. Duds. Miss TV segment sucked. Flair family sucked. And then I'll let you guys tear Sheamus and Roman a new one if you want. Yeah, I'll do, uh, for my stud, I'll do Bray Wyatt okay. for his promo and yep. just the pop I got from the Wyatts coming out, even though it didn't <laughs> mean what I thought it would mean. Sure. But that was still great. Yeah. Uh, and my dud, I will do, yeah, I'll do, which one should I take? I'm going to take Sheamus. 
Uh, yeah, I'll take reins on that one as well. Uh, I wanted to talk about something else too. Booty. Um. Yeah, I don't remember. Anyways. Oh, uh, Team Bat. I don't know what the fuck they're doing with them. I want okay. them to no, do done. more with them. Yes. Yeah. Good. Okay. That's done. All right. What do we we do? Picks first. Let's do I think picks. we should talk about NXT. I think we should talk about everything right. we need NXT. to talk about. Yeah. Okay. NXT. Let's do, do okay. NXT talk. We're not playing the NXT theme. Nope. Don't oh. have it ready. Good. Okay. <laughs> good. 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 Um. Genuine. It was genuine. Okay. Yep. First up, uh, we had uh, Baron Corbin and Ty Dillinger, the Perfect Ten, in a uh, very much a squash match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really think that Ty Dillinger is uh, really just an inten- uh, enhancement talent with a gimmick. Yeah. I yeah. don't think he's good on him for having a gimmick because that's more than most of Yeah, that's more than gets. a lot of guys. So, And that's kind of what we talked about uh, when you and I were watching it two weeks ago, whenever, when he made that first appearance in a long time, is that the gimmick's almost too good for him to have. Like, you feel like that they should give that to somebody that they're actually going to push. At some point, it's and also. Maybe that means that they will eventually give him some sort of a push. It may not be a title push necessarily, but. Get really, Apollo Crews should be the perfect 10. Sure. Yeah, you can the, do that. The cool thing, or the funny thing about him being the perfect 10 is that he goes out there and loses quickly every single exactly. time. Exactly. So um, you're not perfect at all. At the same time, the thing with NXT uh, being is is that you can kind of, whenever you're ready, just be like, okay, Ty, Ty Dillinger and his perfect 10 gimmick, well, we're going to start feeding him wins. And he'll get up there. Because anyone can get over in NXT. It's true. Yeah. Which is a blessing and a curse, because a lot of those people think they're... Not that they're cocky, but they probably have a lot of confidence. They're feeling like their gimmick's hot shit, and then they get up on a casual crowd and fall flat on their face. That's yeah. the downfall of that full cell crowd for sure. Is that they're they're so committed to the people they see every week or mm-hmm. whatever, and they buy in so easily. Yeah, and they 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 elevate people to points where you're like, holy shit, look how over this person is. This dude's then, ready. This is this is the greatest the, gimmick they've ever the, come up the with. The crowd loves this person, and then you're like, oh no, this like smart mark crowd that goes to every show there more right. or less right and that that's same is, people it's the blessing and the curse of it right because yep. i mean there's times where you're like it's that's so a good cool. point scotty <laughs> it is i don't know i i don't think i like the full cell crowd as much as i did a year ago for sure yeah it's it's tough i think it was they make the, that show really good they make the show awesome they make that show amazing to watch without yeah. the crowd reacts yeah but i think the moment where like they died in my eyes was when it was like oh we're taking one to brooklyn and they were like Boo! And it's like, yeah. you can't just like hoard this little NXT gem to yourself, guys. Yeah, I agree. Uh, next up, we've got another squash match. There was a lot of one-sided matches here. Blue Pants put up a little more of an effort, but Nia Jax smushed her as well. Yep. Uh, the heel Nia Jax in her first right. match as a heel. And this was kind of a big moment because they brought in a fan favorite Kind of fun yep. baby yep. face exactly. to have her work instead of these nobodies. So. Uh, she needs to change that music if she's oh, going to be here. It's real bad, it's, yeah. It, like it wasn't even that great if when she was a face. Yeah, but it is definitely a face music where it's all I'm gonna hit it. Yeah, I'm it's a really face poppy. And I'm really happy. That needs to change. <laughs> it needs to be menacing. She needs to have yeah. a. I want you to make fucking, my baby face music. <laughs> you know, like a stomping big girls coming. Yeah. Right. It needs to be something like Everybody that. Everybody hide. Yeah, run. Hide your wife. Hide mm-hmm. your kids. Oh, there's a dated reference. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, next up, uh, I mean, we had a lot of kind of one-sided matches. This one was not one-sided, but it was never in question. James Storm beats Adam Rose. Yes, Hits with that the last, last call, call super kick. Mm. I uh, I like James Storm. He's he's a good good wrestler. James yep. Storm. He's like Shawn Michaels meets in terms of how he looks and wrestles and his personality. It's like Shawn Michaels meets Stone Cold. Yeah, a little bit. Sure. 
Uh, I think he's gonna he's gonna be a good coach for guys down there too. Yeah, yeah. I, think I think he uh, can only add to the NFC brand and yeah. gets it right. Definitely this is gets it. we talk about a lot of guys that we think are coming in. Uh, and Boris says this about a lot of guys, guys who are coming in to wrestle NXT and not coming in to do anything on the main roster. Yeah. I think this is the guy who is definitely that guy. I don't think this guy goes anywhere near the main roster. Yeah. I think he is there to teach and everything, whereas other people like Samoa Joe, I've not, I've not ruled them out being a main roster guy at some point. Yeah, I would agree on that. Like, James Storm is the definition of an older guy who has credibility but has so much to give to the younger generation of wrestlers. Totally, yeah. And, like... He gives, like, I'm sure that, like, right now they're going to bill him, like, oh, James Storm wins three weeks in a row, mm. like they did with Rhino. It'll be the exact same thing they did with Rhino, where, and then it'll set up a feud to put yeah, someone over. I'm trying to think of who, but I don't know what NXT is doing really with him right now. Right. Yeah. But, no, I totally agree with your Rhino analogy, where you build him up to be uh, the guy going for the title against someone and losing. Or against yeah. a legitimate threat like a Baron Corbin at that time where Baron Corbin was like undefeated. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, next up, we got uh, Jason Jordan and Ke- Chad Gable going over the Vaudevillains in a tag team match. Probably the most interesting part was it seemed like the Vaudevillains might be headed for a heel turn because they yeah. did not shake the hands after. Yeah, they the mutual respect beforehand. They yep. did that backstage segment where it's good luck to you and oh, uh, um, oh, oh, Gable? Warren's excited. Yep. Gable dropped a Shooter McGavin right. reference yes. in the promo, which was the greatest thing ever. He did something his, water, uh, yeah. yeah, there's something about the, every time I come back here, it gets harder and harder to leave. It, it was great. I laughed at that. Yeah. Um, so I'm a big fan of his from yeah. now on. Yeah, I, I, I wasn't like before. both Jason Jordan and Gable. They're cool. Um, yeah. I think they are legit. Like, I think they they're will. They're super talented. I think they will do well. I think they'll keep them together. I think they will bring them up with some sort of incarnation of a world's greatest tag team thing. Not the exact same thing, obviously, but that, sure. that tag team of phenomenal workers, yeah. young athletes. Like, just build as, like, these are two talented dudes. Yeah, exactly. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, so they didn't shake the hands after the match. Right. Uh, and they, I think, yeah. It, it, you might as well flip the villains because they lost the titles. They're yeah. heading down the card. They just got passed by another team on the way up. And also, this they're called the villains. Right, they're so not called the Vod baby yeah, faces. Yeah, just start acting like actual villains. Yeah. And they should, like, this is dumb because as soon as they do it, I will be like, this is stupid. But when I picture this gimmick, they should have someone tied up on, like, a train track somewhere. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, with the old-timey music. and Jordan and Gable will never make it in time to save this girl off the tracks. Silent film, like, like not actually speaking. It would be be so funny. It's one of those things that I think would be hilarious in NXT, and then as soon as they put that on Raw, it would just fall flat. Don't, yeah, yeah. Uh, next we got uh, another kind of one-sided one. Emma and Ed beats Liv Morgan, uh, in kind of just a setup match for her pay-per-view match. After mm-hmm. the match, we got uh, Oscar punching a bag and kicking the, it and hard, kick, and kicking it hard. Yeah. And then the crowd give a Oscar's gonna kill you chant. See you at or see you in London. That's yeah, what she said. That's, that could be an okay match. Sure. I'm excited to see how Emma does in that match. Emma's with, a good worker with uh, Oscar, who is uh, an exceptional worker. So, and I um, think she's, I think Emma's pulling off this heel reboot real well. Yeah. Totally Emma agree. with Dana Brooke and her new music and her attitude. Her new music's like, great. Yeah, I love really that music. Yeah, yeah. That music is really awesome. It's the nice yeah. little ode to the old dumb one. Yeah. But still like dumb one. heel ish. But also, like, you kind of like it where you're yeah. nodding your head to the do 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 part. Like, yeah. you're like, this is all right. I like this. And like the, just her, like the way yeah. she, when she stands there, it looks like, oh, I don't want to be here. Or I'm uninterested or whatever. Arm thing. Yeah. And then, yeah. Yeah. God, she's hot. She's attractive. Um, last up, 
uh, for all those uh, kind of schmarmy, sh- sh- one-sided, shitty matches, mm. uh, we got a good one here. Samoa Joe and Tommaso Ciampa. Ciampa. Yep. Ciampa? No, it's Ciampa. I know. <laughs> uh, I have here Samoa Joe defeats him in a slap fight. Because, yeah. my God, did these guys stiff. just tee off on each other yeah. with the open hands. They're like, hey, you want to just go out there and slap the shit out of each other? Yeah. Uh, they've, I assume, worked indies in the past. Yep. A they were both Ring of like Honor big, guys, right? Did they have uh, a big They weren't in Ring of Honor at the, near the at same, the same time. time. Okay. No. Right as like Joe left for TNA, Ciampa was just starting to work his way into Ring of Honor. Okay. Yeah. But they've, I'm sure they've worked a little bit. I know I've seen them at PWS do a show because Chomp also did TNA, but that might have been the opposite in that Joe might have just left, left when he that, came yeah. in. Yeah, like when Chompa huh. was... This Chompa's just following him around. Yeah. <laughs> <He's> just, <laughs> no, just that was tagging. the best. That week where Chompa was on WWE and... Uh, NXT and TNA on the same night. And then he yeah. was like wearing like pretty much the same gear, but he had a vest on on one. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, yeah this is a good match. I think modern day Rick Rude. These guys, it seems like, just went out there and be like, let's do something a little bit different. Yeah. Let's let's beat the shit out of each other. The crowd's going to love it. It was a treat. I was, I was on the edge of my seat being mm-hmm. like, oh, they're just going to knock each other's heads off. Match was a treat. Yeah, it and was it really It works good. for Samoa Joe kind of trying to be the heel-ish kind of thing, too. Yep. Where he's just, you know, de- demeaning his opponent, open-hand slap, and yep. taunting him and still beat him sort of thing. Yep. So Wins with the muscle buster and then the- God, that's uh, a great move. Yeah. I love that move. It's cool to see Tommaso Ciampa working for WWE again because he did have like a small run, like when the Undertaker was on SmackDown. Mm. Uh, he, as an extra, he got choke slammed. He was like the lo- a lawyer. Oh yeah, I yeah. think I kind of remember. That. Yeah, he did that apology thing, and then yeah. he also worked a dark match once. I only know this because I recently watched a developmental shoot. It was like Brian Myers, Chris Hero, Tommaso Ciampa. It was all guys just talking about being in the system and Colt. Mm. Uh, and there was a story about. Working like Cade and Murdoch, and them just stiffing the shit out of him. And as soon as the match happens, like afterwards, Shawn Michaels runs up and he's like, "Are you okay?" And he's like, "Yeah, I'm fine." Like, is this a test of like, is this guy trying to see if I'm gonna like, oh no, I'm hurt in the system or whatever? And he's like, "Well, we're about to work a program with these guys, and we need to know if they're safe to work with." <laughs> and then Chomp is like, "Yeah, I guess they're okay or whatever." And then as soon as it leaves, he's like, "Yeah, I think that guy broke my neck." <laughs> Yeah, no, this is a good match. Uh, good way to finish up the show as well. Was yeah. there anything after that? Was there a run-in or no? Uh, I think that was it, right? Uh, just went off no, the air. I don't think Finn no. came out or anything. It just yeah. went off the air. Good. Good, good, good. And they're doing the contract signing next week, isn't that what they... Or uh, yeah, tomorrow, this week or whatever. That's kind of what they, they teased at the end there. So. Yeah, I would assume so. Which one? What? Between Owens and... Uh, no, no they did that last they week. They did, did that. that. Remember? I was going to say, that yeah, was the, I was like, that happened. Look me in my eyes, Joe. You might be thinking Look me in my eyes. Owens and Ambrose are having a IC title... Contract on signing on SmackDown, yeah. I bet you that'll end in turmoil. No, it'll be real friendly handshake. Look me in me eyes, um, Ambrose. Okay, here's where we uh, have to make a call. Do we want to do a London pick? To, it goes against everything we stand for. Well, how's your schedule next week, boys? When are we going to do the podcast? At, we gotta, let's solve this right now. Right on the podcast. Can we, can we pod again next Tuesday? I'm looking. He's got to check his work schedule. Uh, one on one. I'm uh, gonna yeah. keep my eye on this SmackDown spoiler in case they do announce another match for the pay per view as well. So okay, I uh, I can time. do Tuesday. So let's not do okay. this right now. Okay. All right, we'll have our tomorrow. NXT London or picks next, next week. Good, 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 good. Okay, uh, let's do the uh, TLC. Yes. All yes. right, sir. Let's start with in no particular order, except for bottom to top on Wikipedia. <laughs> uh, Alberto Del Rio as a champion. Defending in the name of the United States of America against good old American boy Jack Swagger, Zeb Coulter's alliance to be determined. 
TBD, as it were. ADR yes. wins. Yes. And he, like, turns on Coulter. Like, he knocks Coulter out of his scooter or something. You can't do that. He's so old. And then Zeb, and then Swagger picks him up afterwards or whatever, and then they're we the people again. All right. Uh, There's a chairs match also, by the way, which we mentioned earlier. Right. If that changes your opinion. It's for the title, I assume. ADR does title. swing a pretty stiff look chair. At, look at Swagger coming out of fucking nowhere and getting the a title shot. Working superstars, and now all of a God sudden. God bless him. He is, he is the prototypical first defense guy. Oh, yeah. Like, he's like, oh, whenever someone new gets the U.S. belt, it's like, Are you, a you work swag. Yep. Okay. Check. Check. We you need work an American swagger. guy. Yep. You got Swagger. Yeah. There you go. You face. All right. You got Mark Henry. <laughs> Are you then. not from the United States? <laughs> yeah. Good. You get Swagger. <laughs> yeah. Then Henry. Are you? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Then show. So we all have Alberto <laughs> Del Rio. Now yeah. Yes. Good. Uh, we have uh, what is being billed on here as the ECW originals. Well, that's better than billing them as Team Extreme. I think they're both kind of weird. Well, Team Extreme is it's Matt Hardy's. Hardy and Jeff yeah. Hardy and Lita. Uh, Bubba Ray Dudley, Devon Dudley, Tommy Dreamer, and Rhino versus the Wyatt family, Bray Braun, Luke, and Eric. This uh, elimination? It is an elimination, right? This is an eight-man tag team elimination tables match. So every, you gotta put you gotta four, put four guys through a table to win. I don't know. Wyatt's win four to two. That's tough. Yeah, I got. God willing, the Wyatts win this. They almost have to, hey. Eh? I've said that uh, on a lot of Wyatt matches that they Eric haven't Rowan, won. Eric only guy to go through a table. <laughs> so he'll get 3D. That, uh, that's you know, the one 3D that's spot. That's a very yeah, good yeah, chance. That's fair. Uh, are we all going wide on that one? Yeah. yeah okay, good. Good. Please, WWE. <laughs> For the love of God. I still think that they might do the split of the Dudleys here. Sure. That would be great. I, I want to see Bully Ray you know or like Bubba by himself. I think he's a great guy to use. Top heel. One of the Dudleys should join the Wyatts. I want that group to get big. I said that when they first came in, and I was like, remember when Daniel Bryan joined them? Should, should be Rhino. He's already got his beard and the sure. hair. Sure. There you go. Sure. Rhino joined them. And then Rhino gets to stick around. Yep. <laughs> what do you mean? Tommy Dreamer's a top talent, boy. Shouldn't he be flipping? <laughs> right, Brando? He, he did, Tommy Dreamer's the main did, man. He did pin them, so. Uh, yeah. I, I, the only thing, I, I agree. That would be cool if they did that. Yep. But I think if you're going to turn anyone heel, it it's would be Bubba. Bubba and you'd and rather I don't him think not he do that. needs it. Yeah. I think he can be fine on That's his own. Fair. So. But who knows? It, who could, knows? it could be a cool thing to who do. Yeah. Uh, Charlotte with Hofaja yeah, facing Paige. Is this a gimmick match at all? Uh, it is not. It no. is a, a singles match. Well, the women are wrestling. That's the gimmick. Right. Because that used to be like a freak show thing. Revolution. First one to cry. Yeah. That's the gimmick. I assume mm. Charlotte. I'm going to go Charlotte. I, I think guess. I'm going to go Charlotte, too. I'm going to go with my wrestler, female wrestler of the year last year, Paige. Ooh. I think that Charlotte was both of me and Warren's female there wrestler of the year. There you go. Yours was AJ Lee, actually. Oh, good. Right. Actually, I uh, I like that pick in hindsight. When did she quit? Was that this Mid- year? Yeah, it was this, oh, it was this year. year. Okay, so last year she would have been Yeah, because she did fire. Mania, and, and then she Fuego. left. Right? right? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. It was right after Mania. Yeah. Good. Uh, next up, New Day. Uh, they haven't said uh, who. It says Big E, Kofi Kingston, and or Xavier Woods. And or. And I'm pretty sure it's not and. Because that's not fair. Well, that's the thing. If it's a ladder match, who's to stop them? Exactly. There's no DQ. And you know what? They're the that's kind of probably team. Probably what's going to happen. Yeah, they're the too. kind of team that would yeah. pull that. Uh, versus the Usos versus the Lucha Dragons, uh, in a triple threat uh, tag team ladder match. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick last on this one. Okay. Okay. I think I know who you're picking. I think anyway. Xavier's getting involved for sure because, as he said on Raw, it's like we're all we're all three of us are champion around our Freebird. waist. Freebird rules. Freebird rules. I'm gonna go with New Day. I'm gonna go with New Day also. 
It's a new day. New day. What do you I, got, want, I never want new day to drop the belt to this point. I will go with the Lucha Dragons. Ooh, Ooh. shit, yeah. Also, Ooh. if you watch the... Uh, <laughs> You watch the table for three with the new day. That is the only sound you will hear for forty-five. Minutes. Yeah, holy, they do a lot of. Oh, yeah. oh, I don't think I've seen that one actually. It's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, it is good. They talk about Kofi doing impressions. Yeah, I like the story of them changing the uh, yeah the radio <laughs> in the background when Biggie's trying to sing. That's good. Go watch uh, that. Watch uh, I, those uh, those table for three seem like uh, well produced content. I really them. like table for three. Yeah. I think you got to have some sort of an investment in the people before watching it. I don't think you can just watch one. Like the Alundra Blaze one, I don't know That was if the I worst one because it was just like, who eh. else was there? Uh, Alundra Blaze. Ivory, and I forget who the third one was. It was like a Divas Legends. Oh, okay. And Lita? I don't No, it wasn't Lita. So. At the same time, most that was, I didn't even heard about that, that one. That was the worst. The best one, I think, was Samoa Joe, Neville. And was it Curtis? No, it wasn't Curtis Axel in that one. Curtis Axel was Molly the, Holly. Oh, yeah. No, Molly, Holly. Molly. Oh, Molly Holly says like four words in the whole thing. That's because she went to prison. Remember? She did. And you said that. Molly Holly went to prison for identification <laughs> fraud. I fucking read that somewhere and I believe it. <laughs> we just, is that, did we just fact check that? And no, it wasn't we, true? yeah, I think we debunked it wasn't true. Somebody emailed in, I think, the week after and was like, boys, you're fucked. Oh, yeah. So they're like, Molly Holly's in real estate, you fucking idiots. And we're like, oh, shit. Good. Uh, and then what? We got the one more, two more, two more. Uh, yeah, Kevin Owens versus Dean Ambrose in a singles match for the IC Championship. This does not seem to be a gimmick match as of now, but we got a contract signing happening me, on uh, SmackDown. Let me just double check this here to make sure that they haven't added a stip. It's a stairs match now. Oh, right. They have stairs matches in these. Sometimes. That was only last year. Tables, um, matches, chairs, and stairs. Or tables, tables. That was so stupid last year. The little like chalk graphic and who, stairs on the who side. Who was in the stairs match? It was, it was Ryback Big Show. In some ver- way. No, I think it was Big Show versus Eric Rowan. Oh, it was, okay. it was Rowan. Yeah, I think you're right. Ryback seems like the show guy who would be in a stairs match. He does. Uh, um, we got nothing from SmackDown, Weez? No, they did the signing, but nothing. Okay. nothing added. So okay, uh, let's uh, straight up pick them then. I think Kevin's going to keep it. I think Kevin's going to keep it as well. Yeah, yeah. As much as I think that they're that might they be are, a real good match. As much as I think they are pushing Ambrose and still invested in Ambrose, I just don't think they're putting the strap on him yet. Cheat to win, probably. I would hope. Seems to be what heels do. Rake of um, the eyes, and then he'll deny it happened. They did that already. Yeah, no, but they, that was six months ago, man. People forget that was not that was not six <laughs> months ago. That was like two. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and we got our main event TLC match: Sheamus versus Roman Reigns. This pay-per-view looks like shit. There's a couple matches on there that you're like, cool, like the Wyatts versus Team ECW. I'm invested in that. Yep. And uh, and the, Owens, Ambrose. Yeah. That's it. Uh, that tag one might be okay. Oh, and the tag one, yeah. Yep. Okay. That's about Sheamus? Is anybody not going Sheamus? I think it would be real dumb to have him win that title back that quick. Yeah, but I think. Yeah, Sheamus probably. Not, yeah, Sheamus is going to be champion for another month, I think. And then he'll drop it at the Rumble. God, I hope so. To John Cena. Having Sheamus hold that title going into WrestleMania might be enough to make me just stop watching wrestling. Hey, Brandon, are you doing the pod? No, I don't watch anymore. I'll, I'll come do the pod still. Uh, <laughs> I ain't watching. <laughs> I might stop but here's watching. what I think. There might be something else added. I don't want to spoil SmackDown, but there's something that happened uh, that makes me think that maybe they're going to add someone into a match that we have here. What about Breeze into a match that's already in there? Yeah. Is there a pre-show match? Uh, not on here. It doesn't say anything. Yeah, uh, watch it be Breeze versus Dolph. 
Uh, they wrestled on SmackDown. Oh, and then nothing happened of it? Nope. Was there a dirty finish? Uh, it does not say. All right. Who was it? Breeze versus Dolph. Oh, yeah. No, it was not a dirty finish. I can guarantee you that it was not a dirty finish, which totally spoils that match. But Is it a good one? I can guarantee you that, yes. Yes, that it was, that was on match. SmackDown? Yeah. Who's, uh, you might as well tell us, who's the... Okay, who, Becky Lynch defeated Paige by submission on SmackDown. So okay, they're going to so add Becky might, Lynch uh, into that match, maybe. Right. No, nobody watches SmackDown. It's tough to tell because the WWE <sighs> website won't update anything until would, Friday or Thursday or whatever. Yeah, because they're down there, kayfabers. I would, I would love for Becky Lynch to win that title. But if she's in that match, is anybody going to pick her to win? <gasps> I'll, let, I'll let you, Brando, if you want to say if Becky Lynch is in there, that you can have her as your pick or whoever your original pick is. That's not fair. You guys have to be given the same opportunity then. I, I okay, I'm sticking I, with Charlotte. I'm going to decline yeah. and just I'm going to stay with Paige. Uh, I will say pay or Charlotte. Um, no backslash Becky Lynch. No backslash Becky Lynch. Good. Uh, she just needs to win it. Like like we said, no one's getting married until she wins a championship. True. There's some goal. You're like Rusev. I got that root from Rusev. Yeah. Life lessons from Rusev. Yeah. I get most of my life lessons from Rusev. He seems well put together. <laughs> He had chicken on American Thanksgiving because he doesn't support it. Goddamn right, he doesn't. <laughs> I don't like turkey, so I would have chicken too. I like turkey, but I like chicken better. <laughs> chicken. Chicken. All right, let's do some emails, and then we'll do our uh, Satpod Awards. Satpod emails. First one is from Duncan. Duncan. Dear How this- he always has the first one, eh? Yeah, he's, he does not quick. Yeah. 6.07 this morning he sent this in. I wonder if he has Pre-school, like I wonder probably. if he has like 20 set up and he just has it on like an <laughs> auto send thing. Fire. Fire them yeah. now. He just waits till like one near Warren tweets like, hey, yeah. we're accepting questions and again. And sent. All right. Uh, dear the Sat Pod Racers. Oh, there you go. Star yeah, Wars that that one. That works for me. Hey, dudes. I hope you had some Grizz 8 weeks. I don't know what that means. Grizz 8. Grizz 8. Oh, I sounded dumb. Question time. <laughs> One, do you guys ever wish that wrestling uh, still had a certain mystique to it and that the curtain wasn't so drawn back? Absolutely. Yes. Every, Absolutely. Yeah, I Every do, day. but kayfabe's dead. Although I no, do. No, I know. That we're, we're saying, do you ever wish it wasn't? Yeah, I know. I, I agree, but I don't think at this day and age in 2000, in the modern no, we era. We have too much access. Yeah, it's yeah. too open. Unless they're like, no one's allowed to have social medias. That being said, I do like knowing about the business. Like, I can There's respect an entertainment what they yeah. do and... Yeah. It As, fascinates me. The, the behind-the-scenes stuff fascinates me. Yeah. And I know that not everyone does it, and I think a lot of people just learn that stuff because it's the cool thing to do, but it legitimately fascinates me, too. Me too. Like, I just want to learn about it, and I'm interested in it. Like, I love hearing a shoot interview from a guy who recently got released just to hear what the WWE system is like or hear someone's personal experience of it. Yeah. Because I find that backstage talk so interesting. For me, it's always been very much, I don't like when... Contracted wrestlers don't care about kayfabe. I like to like. I'm totally fine having the ability to go out and seek this stuff out and be like, "Oh, it's because I agree with you. It's really interesting. Arguably more interesting the business side of it, sure, than actually what's going on on TV very often. But at the same time, I hate where it's just like, ah, everyone knows wrestling's fake. Let's just on our main product be fine with throwing it out there, being like, ah, oh, whatever. It's fake. We can yeah. we can do something dumb." Okay, uh, question number two. Does The Undertaker retire in a loser retires match like Michaels did against Taker, or does he just have a regular match and then make the announcement he is done afterwards? 
Uh, I'd like a retirement match. I think on the give same it, give the rub to somebody, whether it's John or and then that way you know whoever, right? There's no there's no if ands or buts about won't it. He right? There's no yeah. wondering, and then eventually he just you remember two years later that oh right he he didn't ever come back. I want it to be like we just watched his last match, and that's really fucking cool that we just saw his last match. At the same time. If that would have been the Lesnar match, if it was just like we never saw him again. That would have been kind of cool, too. We would have been like, we all would have known that when that streak was broken, Yep. so was the Undertaker. At the same time, I think if they ever make that step, you know who's winning the match. So Yeah, that's true. It's just how much do you care about that? How much do you care about the fact that when the When it sec- was Undertaker, Sean, did you guys know that was no, WrestleMania? No, I totally didn't know. That was why that was one of my favorite matches of all time, was because I thought Sean had just enough... And I thought Undertaker had just enough respect for Sean, and they were doing just yeah. the exact same match again. Mm. That I was like, ah, I kind of think Sean might win this thing. Okay, I'm trying to think of people who are near their tail end of the career that would have a good match with Taker. Like if it was like everyone thinks like Mark Henry, Big Show, like they're on the we're going to retire Kane. They're on the the last legs of their careers. Yeah. The guy, think. the guys who are going to retire will not have a good match with another yeah. guy who's going to retire. Right? But at least with Shawn Michaels there with Taker, right. they were both. Up there in age. And Shawn Michaels retired early, given what he could still do in the ring. Yeah. Like, Shawn Michaels was having oh, sure. match of the year candidates yep. up until when he quit, whereas Undertaker's gone a little bit past his best I, before I date. still think the way it's like to that milk in the fridge. try and Our avoid is very bad, by the, way. the toss that out then. predictability <laughs> of him losing that match, if we do a retirement gimmick, is to have it be against Cena for the title as well. Title versus career match. That way you kind of wonder, will he win the title and maybe do some sort of a run or win the title and then retire anyways? Mm. Or right? it's not an, it's that not would an be, inevitability that, that would he be will a lose fun, that match. That yeah. would be a fun angle if he had a retirement yeah. versus title, won the title, retired anyway. Yeah, fuck yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm <not laughs> going out on top. I wasn't supposed to win this. <laughs> I'm um, so tired. Oh, well, we're just on Taker Talk. Did you guys see the latest Botchamania from Survivor Series? Nope. No. When he's doing the tombstone to Luke Harper... He's like, hey, help me. And he's like, Luke Harper, you see him like swing his hip up more mm. and just like totally like Taker's like, I can't fucking lift this guy <laughs> on my own. Help me. Oh, that's funny. Okay, uh, question number three. Name your favorite championship moment. Mine is when uh, Benoit won the championship and Eddie came out and celebrated with him. Also, a big oh, thank a you one. to Scotty for the shout out to the platinum I got <laughs> until dawn. <laughs> I had to play through the game four times to get it and it was pretty great. Thanks, bros. Keep on hyping with the bros. At that, Brian Danielson. With that game was swell. I think for me to platinum it, I'd have to beat it or play it two more times. I need the everybody dies ending, and I need a perfect ending still. So. Uh, that's absolutely my championship moment as well. The same as Duncan's. Yeah, I can't think of another one better than that, to be honest. That, that was, was such a cool moment to be four, 13 or 14. Uh, my four. first Mania that I ever watched live. Yeah, same. Um, and hometown guy. And really two, guys good wrestler. Are, two guys you really liked in that yeah, era. Absolutely. Two guys when they were like, holy shit, they won the championships. When they came in together as the Radicals, yeah. right? Like they had this storied history where they were just friends, and then they both win on the same and night. And then they flipped the bird to WCW and came over. Yeah, uh, yeah. That I mean, I could name some other ones, but at, for the time being, that I don't think anything beats that. For, um, for three guys from Edmonton who were the right age for that, excluding everything that happened after, I think... Almost every person would say that was theirs from our yep. area, town, our age. Um, if we're going to not do that one, just because it's been mentioned, I will throw a special nod to Batista the year after winning the title. 
after splitting from Evolution and winning the Rumble oh, yeah. and doing that. And they, they had a fucking barn burner of a match that year, too. Yeah. Uh, I, I'll give a nod to Seth Rollins winning it that out, was cool of, out of that left was field. Cool one. Didn't yep. see that coming. It was a really good feel-good totally. moment as we all supported him super big last year. Mm-hmm. And he was the wrestler of the year last year for us. Uh, I remember another big one around the same time for me was when Michaels won his first one after coming back in the Elimination Chamber at Survivor Series. Yep. Uh, and Christian winning his title after Edge retired and winning that mm-hmm. ladder match mm-hmm. and having uh, Edge at ringside being like, oh, you're going to do it. And then Edge cried. Uh, Edge's first one as well. Didn't watch it live, but I've gone back and watched it. And like, it was they a heel the too, right? Yeah. 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 The cash-in? Yes, the first ever catch. Yeah, that's yeah, uh, a pretty cool moment. New Year's Revolution, Resolution, or the hell they called that thing. Revolution. Yeah. yeah Mom revolution. was there. Mom was crying. It was great. Great. Cool. Okay, next email. Nova Punk. Uh, what is going on with Neville? I know he's still Warren's boy. What the fuck? He's never been my boy. I always uh, thought you were like a big Neville guy. I, I think you were when he first broke in. When I he first broke in, you were all about okay. Neville. You're like, yeah. big things are coming for this guy. Big things are coming. But you have certainly not been. I think it's the exact opposite of that. I think when he came in, I said, I think this guy's going to be the next Evan Bourne, and you both argued me on that. I, I didn't know who Evan Bourne was, so that's I probably true. didn't. Really? Oh, <laughs> but yeah. I, think, I think it was the exact, I so maybe that's sarcasm. Maybe pod, that's what that is. Maybe. There's always been a couple of pods where you're like, oh, I think WWE's just waiting to pull the trigger on him. Yeah, it was like, I feel like it was I, during I, his feuds totally with like Wade Barrett where you said there was like, oh yeah, something big's happening. With yeah, you're like, like, they see something in him. Like when he was in the tournament bracket, mm. you were like, oh, I see Neville going far. Either so. way, you have. it's been a long time whether you did or didn't say anything. <laughs> so he's so. either your boy or your boy, ironically. Sure, whatever. Uh, it's hard to be invested in him right now. He went from feuding with Stardust and having an actor in his corner to not working a match on Raw and having a shit-tier actor in his corner. Mm, what happened true. to his push? Did Vince get off the Red Arrow rocket? Thanks, guys. Keep pushing to Satpod 100. Um, I don't know. He does not have a lick of charisma. Yeah, Probably doesn't help. Uh, no mic work to be seen whatsoever. Not that he's been given a lot of chances, but he certainly has not been interesting in the ones he has been. Millennial. He's, he's a millennial. European. <sighs> he's a European. Can't grab that brass ring. Can't grab the brass Three ring. Three strikes. There you go. In those ears. Uh, I don't know. I. I he never screamed like he wasn't going to win Neville's the WWE done. Championship. Right. I don't think. I don't think that was ever the plan no. for him. But. I see him as an Intercontinental Champion or a Tag Team Champion at the most. I think they can use him better than they are using him right now. Totally. I will say that. Yes. Yeah. You say that about 100 people. I think he could be a very interesting heel. Whether I, I don't know how well he could pull it off. Yeah. But I think his dynamic, that flip, I think it could be something. I think he is a, uh, I don't have a lot of faith in him, heel or face. I think he's a ring star. Sure. In that you're going to put him in feuds with people and he's going to steal the show in the ring. Mm. Uh, but he's never going to move up the card. Like part of me wants him to kind of, Pair up with Miz, yeah. Just, just to have some sort of a development in his character mm. and see what they can do with it. But I think it's just going to be an exact repeat of the Sandow thing, where he's just going to treat It'll him like over. shit and eventually overcome him. And I don't think and people go will away. care about it. Disappear right? into Sandow yeah. land. So, you know. Sandow being land. an extra on a pup down down. That's all I ever see him on. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Yeah, when he he's got like a black character that he yeah. pretends to be on. He's that. Like, it's actually uh, really funny. He's like their hip hop. Yeah, he, like, rhymes all the time, and, like, yeah, it's really funny, actually. Okay, uh, last email, excuse me, is from uh, Ty, at Grizz4327 on the Twitter. What's up, guys? Been watching a lot of uh, 
A lot of old WWE DVDs remember back around 2005, 2007, SmackDown used to be the place where guys from Ohio Valley Wrestling or Deep South would make the jump to the main roster. Uh, remember Colin Taz? Remember when The Miz was the host of SmackDown? That was horrible. That was when he was doing his uh, hoorah gimmick. Yeah, that was oh, dumb. God, oh, was that stupid. Oh, Miz was never good. No, no. I went back and watched his <laughs> bullshit. Uh, him and Morrison were okay. That's the best thing that's, Miz that's has ever done. Yeah. yeah. Uh, never I really love s- Morrison. Never really saw many guys manage to stick the in the big show, so that brings me to one of my questions. Was there a wrestler that debuted or even a tag that came to the main roster that you thought would be the next big thing but kind of fizzled? My personal pick would have to be Gunnar Scott. I thought he was the shit, especially when he became Chris Benoit's protege. Uh, as for my other brain buster, if the Satpod squad from 30 years in the future showed up and said there are five guys currently on the main roster slash NXT that are future Hall of Famers, who would you say that they are? Okay. Hashtag Boris for Mayhem Champ. Hashtag Tommy Dreamer for Hall of Fame. Oh, nice. We're, we're trying to get Tommy Dreamer in the Hall of Fame now? Apparently. Brando. Might as well. Might as well. Uh, get it trending. Okay. Wrestler or tag team that debuted that fizzled? <sighs> in WWE? I believe so. Okay, I'm going to go with Eric Bateman, or Derek Bateman, who's now EC3. Okay. How, how bad do you have to be to fizzle? I think you just go away. To be forgotten. So like Shelton Benjamin? I think he did too much to be fizzled out. Yeah, I, I wouldn't call him a fizzle, because yeah. they, they pulled the trigger on him for a couple of years. Right, okay. Like, who was his pick? Gunnar mm. Scott. I don't even remember who Gunnar Scott is. That's so. exactly it. Is that so. Gunnar from TNA? Like, went to TNA? Google that for us, Warren. Google that, would you? Will Brent you? Albright. Mm-hmm. Um, Friday Night SmackDown is Gunnar Scott. Um, <laughs> it's not a lot about him. We're SmackDown uh, made his <clears throat> debut on SmackDown on the ring. Gunnar Snot. Gunnar Snot. Gunnar Snot. Managed to defeat Booker T due to the Boogeyman's music being played and distracting Booker T. Later in the show, Chris Benoit met him backstage and praised him on his winning debut. Uh, Scott teamed up with Benoit. For the first time to take on Booker T and Finley, Scott won the match, pinning Booker T once again with another distraction in the form of Bobby Lashley. And then Bobby he teamed Lashley. up with Matt Hardy. A lot of fizzles out in this story. Uh, Matt Hardy to Boogie take Man, on Finley Lashley. and William Regal. And then he was sent back down to OVW. His last appearance was on June 30th against Mr. Kennedy in a losing effort. And then he was destroyed by the great Kali and thrown into a body bag. Mr. Kennedy, another guy who fizzled out. <laughs> what a great car- or, uh, career arc he had. That's great. Yeah. He did some Ring of Honor for three years as well. What's his name in Ring of Honor? Christopher. Oh, no, that's not. <laughs> Christopher Daniels is not his name. Um, <laughs> I guess it was just Brent Albright. That's his real name. Brent Albright. I'll, I'll ring through his ring names here. Uh, Brent Albright, Gunnar Scott, Slater Vane, Smoke Vance Vane, Vinny Valentino, Wayne Gator. I think I don't. Vinny Valentino, I think, is his Ring of Honor name, maybe. Okay. Maybe Um, uh, maybe I'll say, uh, yeah, I'm not really sure, but Nathan Jones. He became known as the Gun for Hire. Brent Albright was his name. Brent Albright? The Gun for Hire. Uh, Who did you say? Sorry. Nathan Jones. Yeah, I thought he was going to do big things, too. Who the fuck is Nathan Jones? He was on uh, Brock Lesnar's Survivor Series team when he had him, Lesnar, Big Show, Matt Morgan. Oh, this is this era of WWF. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, we're, like you look A-train. at this era, and you're like, there's so many guys that they're ready to pull the trigger on, and then some guys you are like, what the fuck happened to Matt Morgan in WWF? Yeah, he, uh, he came right out of prison. I remember that was his gimmick. In Australian right. prison, he was also the- Also true. Uh, yes. The Colossus of Bulgaray, mm-hmm. I think. Yep. 
uh, uh, located next to Bulgaria or no? It's Bulga- a place. In, is it Bulga Road? I have no idea. Because it was always him saying it in Australia, so it was like the Colossus of Bulga Road. <laughs> yeah, crazy. I don't even know who that is. Uh, he Matt did Morgan, a spinning wheel kick. Matt Morgan fizzled because uh, they right. gave him a dumb stuttering gimmick. Oh. That was his thing. That was the last thing he did. I don't really think Matt Morgan was that good in TNA. Came, came, came out and stuttered. Bad. That's such a weird Bad. era of wrestling. Like, we're going to give Heidenreich this, like, rapist gimmick. Yes. That's a weird era. Heidenreich. He'd, like, read poetry to little kids. And, and I remember Cole. Yeah, and Michael Cole. <laughs> and I remember at an age that I was at that I didn't even understand pedophilia or anything. I knew something was wrong when he was reading the poetry yeah, to like, those kids. There's something up here. Yeah. Like, this seems just not right. Uh I will throw Mordecai into the sure into that. I thought one. he had a really cool look. Yeah. I thought they had big plans for him. Oh yep. Scotty Goldman? Wanna add him to the list? Who the fuck's that? That's Colt Cabana. Oh. Okay. When he was in WWF, he worked SmackDown in Velocity matches. I can tell you, at the time, I never at at the time we're talking about, <clears throat> I was never thinking about wrestling, like I know the. I think they sure. have big plans yep. for them. Yep. Uh, also, Marcus Corvon, aka Monty oh, Brown. I remember him. He had a really cool look and had that weird like bounce. Throw a guy and then bounce off the opposite ropes and run around and then just fucking blow them up with yep. like a shoulder block. It was really cool. I thought I really liked him. I thought they had big things planned, but I think he was just another fatality of that reincarnation of ECW. Yeah, and he, uh, backstage people didn't like him very much. Is that true? Then yeah. uh, Rocky, John Laurinaitis didn't like him. He's Rocky like, Maivia. Oh, what's your name supposed to be? Cor- Corvon? How do you spell that? Rocky. Maivia. Rocky Maivia never turned out to what I wanted him to be. Yeah, that Rocky Maivia guy never went anywhere. Uh, what was his other question? Oh, there's currently five guys. Oh shit! On five the is a lot. That is true. Let's do two each. Okay. On the main roster or NXT, their future Hall of Famers, who would you say they are? Kane. Tommy Dreamer. Undertaker. I'm done. <laughs> Tommy, you're okay. Yeah, so we, no, we got to no, set some that. sort of age limit here. Yeah, not those guys don't count. Yeah. The guys that are like about to go into the Hall of Fame, yeah. I'd say, don't count. Because like, like, like Randy Orton's already shooing. John Cena's yeah. already shooing. Seth Rollins. Okay, so maybe five isn't that bad then. Okay. Do you want to do a team five? Yeah, team okay. five. Let's agree okay. on five. Randy Orton and Cena for sure. Undertaker, Kane. And Rollins. Brock Lesnar. Yeah, there, there's your five. That's five that's guaranteed. That's lame. Okay, let's Rollins pick... is too early. You can't pick Rollins. I, I think he wants us to pick people like I think, he yeah, said that 30 might be... years ago. They're 30 years in the future. That might be pick. more in the spirit of the question because we're picking guys that we just know are Hall of Famers. Like, shoe ins. Let's pick people like it says 30 years in the future. Okay. So, like, Seth Rollins is a good pick here. That's Because yeah. he's kind of on top okay. right now, All even right. though he's All hurt. Right. I mean, I think Roman Reigns is a safe pick because yeah, I think, think they're going to work him until he becomes a Hall of Famer. I think, like, Roman Reigns, hypothetically, he has a right look to go to movies. Apollo like, Crews. Yeah, Ooh, okay, sure. First now, ever now African-American WWE champion. Okay, so we got Fuck, those I three. I remembered I have to fill up my benefits before too late tonight. Good. Fuck, you got to do <laughs> online banking, too. Um, We've got three. Dean Ambrose? <laughs> we just put all of the shield into mm, the... Let's not, let's not put Diener in okay. there. Okay, all right. Kevin Owens? I mean, I think Diener's a more safe pick for the Hall of Fame than even um, Cruz. At this I point. I think a safer pick. I, I don't know, because if he is that first African-American thing, they will make a big deal yeah, out of that. And that, sure. will be, that will be what he'll be billed as for years. But we have, we, have, we have no reason to actually think he will be. Like, I think they've not they've not They've literally not done anything. We are thinking, oh, they're, they're going to have big... They've literally done nothing with him... 
for us to be like, oh, yeah, they have big plans for him on the main roster. I mean, he got a title shot in NXT ridiculously fast. Yeah. And, and he has and the same Kevin like Owens promotion, match, apparently. He but he got a shot. Sure. They have championship sights on him. At what, least. What, is a ti- they, what is a title shot when your job is to not finish the match? They're just going to have the match blow up, right? Like there's, Yeah, that's true. But they that, see him as a, to me, it means that they didn't want the strap on him because they want to call him up. Right. Is what I see out of it. It also means they could put anyone in that spot because... I think 30 years from now, it's almost a guarantee that he will have I think really? Paul Cruz, once Absolutely. he goes to the main roster, is going to have a huge impact. Like I think he's going to be the first African-American Colton WWE Kelly. heavyweight champion. He totally has well, that Colton perfect weight, I think. It's true. He is white. That's true. But he made that prediction. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> see what I did there? Oh, you said Colton Kelly there, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, because Colton yeah. Kelly is the guy who told us that originally. Yep. yep. Absolutely. Okay, so we have four. Putting Dean in? No. Yes. No. No. I think you put Dean in if you're putting Cruz in. Is that that our standard now? Dean's in or if Cruz is in, Dean's in. Well, I, I mean, think I think Dean is a is a Kevin more Owens. Sure I think is me. a contender for that. The only thing with Kevin Owens though is how much time does he have left? That's true. He could only do four years in the. It all WWE depends on injuries. Done, right? It all depends on the style they work too, right? What about Daniel Bryan? You think mm-hmm. that no? If Daniel so Bryan, if the if the story ended here, you don't think Daniel Bryan would make it in? If the story no. ended here, there's no way in hell. No. Sheamus? Hey, I don't think so either. Yeah, Not now, anyway. Either. But Sheamus five fifteen says I just kicked you in the taint. I don't know that there is a thing on wrestling programming lately that has made me as mad as that T-shirt. That's bad. Yeah, it's really bad. Like a combination of it's weird because I really want to get Brando it as a joke. Well, and you can, and I'll hang it up in my closet <laughs> with the other. <laughs> It'll sit there right next to the Dean Ambrose shirt. Yeah. Um, okay, we got one more Who guy. Else? Who else? There's got to be some blatant guy that we're missing. I'm I'm more like now that there's one spot, I am rattling off guys. And Cesaro? Leaving. Like what could Finn do when he's up there? Big Show? I think Big Show is a Hall of Famer. That, that was kind of in the vein of our first ones. Well, we picked Undertaker and Kane, though. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. We, we scrapped them originally. Oh, okay. <laughs> so who's our four then? Uh, Reigns, Rollins, Ambrose, Cruz. We didn't put Ambrose in. We did put Ambrose in. I think we actually did agree on Ambrose. Okay. <laughs> Fifth okay. one, because we said Finn Balor. That's what I was just saying. Maybe Dudley boys. I don't think they count either. No, okay. Brock Lesnar. I don't think he counts either. If Why you, not? If you debuted before the year 2002. It should be, be 30 years in the future. We're supposed to be old sapod. Because for me, I'm kind of thinking if they stopped now and would be in, we can't use them. And I think if Brock Lesnar stopped now, he that's would true. be in. Okay. Yeah. Like if the deadly stopped now, yeah. Yeah. It's tough. It's tough question. One spot left. I think Jamie Finn. Noble. How about. Um, <laughs> I like that one. How about Charlotte? Okay, yeah. Yeah, Charlotte's okay. Not a bad pick. Bray Wyatt? Oh, that's a good one. I like the Bray Wyatt. You know what? I bet you Bray Wyatt, if Bray Wyatt is a future the fifth Hall of one to anyone, let's give it to Bray Wyatt. I like Bray Wyatt. I think that's a good pick. You look back at the lineage of the character, like 50 or 30 years from now, and if it is booked well, I mean, he loses all time, but at least the gimmick is good. Yep. He's uh, he's interesting no matter what he's doing. So He's always in a, a feud near the top of the card. Cool. I'll take that. I'll take that as well. All three members of the Shield. Yep. Bray Wyatt and Cruz. There you go. Took a long time to answer that, but by God, we got there. Yep. Thanks for the email, Ty. Okay, uh, that is all of the emails for this week. So let's do our little uh, our little awards categories. Uh, I think I'll, what I'll do this year is I'll just set up some sort of a Google document mm-hmm. 
And uh, that way you guys don't have to email or write down your own categories and be out of order as they did last week. So oh, if you yeah. want to send them to us, uh, just keep an eye on our Twitter or listen next week and we'll uh, have that up and running by then. We'll give you the uh, link for that. So how are we doing this? Are we just telling everyone the categories or are we telling the categories and talking nominees? I think we just do the categories. Okay. Because sure. I don't want to talk do about a single nominee hand. and then, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we're going to do uh, Superstar of the Year, which is WWE... This is wrestler, yeah, WWE most successful, right? I guess. Yeah. Who made the biggest impact? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Kayfabe wise. Kayfabe wise. Yes. And then we also have. Well, best... I think that's at kayfabe wise really the only way you can make an impact, right? It's true. Yeah. Uh, and then we have best wrestler, which is best in the ring throughout the year. Put on the best matches. Technical the year. wrestler. Yeah. As well. Um, shit, we didn't narrow this down. Do we want to do superstar of the year for main roster NXT, or was that supposed to be best wrestler? Superstar, I would assume, right? Super, no. Superstar is for everything. It that's main roster, obviously. Yeah. And then best wrestler, I think, is everyone too. Yeah. I think both should just be all company inclusive. That's not what we decided on before the show. Yeah, One of them we, was we, going to be main roster. Yeah, NXT. we were going to give there be wrestler of the year main roster and wrestler of the year NXT. Because that's I think, we I think that we should do superstar if we're going to do that. Yeah, you want to do it superstar? Well, I don't think we need an NXT superstar of the year. Do you want to have just NXT star of the year? I guess that's the same thing. We could. I, uh, yeah, we'll just have NXT Star of the Year. Just give but then NXT are we going to, we, we're doing that for the Divas, though. Right. We're, we're, no, we can do the male. Oh, okay, I see what you mean. Okay, I was confused. I am fine doing, yeah, a wrestler of the year for NXT and so the main guys. star. The technical one, yeah. Okay, okay. So we're going to do a category for the NXT wrestler technical guy of the year this and so as main roster I think we should just make this simpler. I think it should all be company I, inclusive. It's too late now. Too late now. It's out We've there. We've made this decision. So there's okay. superstar of the year because we're doing it for the divas. So we have to do it the same way for both. Yeah, I think I know. I'm. I. We're good, but I think we should do this other thing for the divas too. But I'm. I'm fine with that. That was always what I wanted. But I remember that you guys. Oh yeah, right. that was a tiebreaker, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So okay. whatever. I don't really know what it is, but you tell me, and I will. I'll get you a good. winner, Warren. Uh, match of the year. We're gonna do as well. Uh, that's pretty straightforward. Tag team of the year. Rookie of the year. Now that it has to, you have to have debuted on the main roster from NXT or even not NXT in the past year. You just have to show up in WWE with only the reason I say year. that is because there is one person who did not go through NXT before making a main roster debut. Right. So uh, um, tag team is year. tag team is not split. Split. What do you mean? It, it is not NXT tag team and not. No, one tag team yeah, from tag all team. of wrestling yeah. throughout the year. Yeah, so that includes everyone. Because last year we had people who picked the Bucks or whatever. Sure. Oh, um, so it's not even WWE tag team of the year. No, just tag team of the year. Yeah. Okay. Uh, rookie of the year we did. Diva of the year, we said that already. NXT and main roster. Uh, and that could, I guess, technically be the same person in some cases as well. I don't think it's going to be for us, but uh, we shall see about that. The best promo guy on the mic. That's Mike Skills as well. That could be a uh, wrestler or a manager, depending on however you want to take it. I think last year or a it GM. went to Paul Heyman. Heyman yeah. yeah, And then the runner-up was Seth Rollins, I think, for that. I don't think we did official runners-up. There was there was some where we unanimously were like, okay, you guys agree on this? Special mention. Okay, too, cool. And this yeah. guy who was we're debating is now the runner-up. Uh, Non-WWE wrestler of the year. Pretty self-explanatory there. Uh, outside of WWE that you really liked what they did. That could be literally anyone. Anyone. 
Could, could be, be someone from your local indie. The Silver right. Surfer. Silver Standard. Silver <laughs> Surfer. Could be Shit, someone now from they know TNA, someone from that New Japan, from. <laughs> wherever you want. Michael Richard Blaze, repeat. Rainy Michael Rainy. Richard Blaze and AJ Styles won that last year. Uh, best Feud? Uh, Michael Richard Blaze won it last year. You can't just give it out to whoever you want. <laughs> it was unanimous. Oh, yeah, I guess it was two for, okay, AJ Styles was the runner-up. <laughs> uh, yeah, Best Feud in the past year. Right. So There's some good ones. Yep. Yeah. Um, last year we did surprise return. This year we're just doing return of the year because it's pretty tough now to keep things a surprise. And there was literally like one or two that were actually legitimate was surprises. Legit and so, Dudley's were legit. Uh, let's do yeah, just return of the year. Yep. Uh, and that I think what what do we justify that is that is you have to have been gone like. The Undertaker counts. We were doing counts. the Undertaker argument. The Undertaker counts. He had a big return. Because that, the You have return... to have a good gap in when you're gone. Yeah. The or under... if you got fired and you came back to the company. Or yes. if you were working for, like, TNA or in Japan I mean, if you looked at this return and you were like, that's a good return, then they probably had enough mm-hmm. time off exactly. for it to count. Uh, and then we're also going to do Shocker of the Year, so that right. we will include returns in that one this year as well. So right. if, if maybe you want to pick... The Dudleys, because that shocked you and you got a big pop out of that, mm. you can do that. But, but that your return of the year be, yeah. could be anything. Yes. Uh, and then the uh, 2016 breakout star, somebody you think that's going to excel and make a big impact in the next year. That's mm. pretty straightforward as well. That could be NXT or main roster. Mm. Could be a guy that's already been called up that hasn't really grabbed the brass ring yet. You're just waiting for them to pull the trigger. So Millennials. Uh, Sad pod dud of the year. That's new a new category. One. Yep, that's a new one. So that, that's, you can use that for superstar. You can use that for a segment. You can use that feud, for a feud. Anything. Absolutely. Anything that was anything. a flop. Even a concept. Even a television show. Sure. Monday Night Raw. Yeah. <laughs> dud of the year. Pro wrestling okay. was the dud. And uh, the last one is uh, most improved. And again, that could be anyone. It could be female. Could be male. NXT, outside uh, or uh, Raw, main roster as well. So there you go. Those are our awards. We will uh, put that up. At, like I say, just keep an eye on our Twitter, SatPod. Yeah, we'll figure it up. At SatPod. Just so uh, I'm clear. Yes. Which one of the male superstar categories are both NXT and WWE? It is the superstar of the year. Is You pick one for each. Yes. Okay. Yes. And then the technical wrestler. is anyone. Could be from both. Anyone. Anyone. Okay. Yes. Gotcha. Good. Yes. All right. And then the diva is both. Yes. Oh, jeez, I'm tired. Okay, uh, what's the, it's Wicked Ones by Dorothy is the TLC theme. Good. That's what we're going to listen to here. Uh, if you want to email us, you can do so, satpod316, yahoo.com. Uh, tweet us at satpod. Follow us at satpod. Uh, I am at the Diesel Barris. I'm at scottbox64. I'm at brando1990. At Talk Reckless Pod. Because uh, did they do one this week? They're recording week tonight, actually. Oh, okay. I'm here with you. So I do not expect me there. The right one. Yeah, Tuesdays are always here. It's true. That's how we do things. Yep. Um, do you know what they're going to talk about at all? Probably not, I no, guess. No, sir. Okay, well, just listen to them, and you will enjoy it, even um, though Brando will not be there. So We are planning uh, our New Year's show. It's going to be right. on Saturday, January 10th, I believe, whatever the Saturday around there is. Okay. Uh, it will be a drunken extravaganza. Ooh, we will be doing awards, game of the year lists, nice, all sorts of garbage, and uh, we'll see how late I stay up and how drunk I get this year. 
Right, because you were the marathon man last oh, year. Oh, yeah. You and I'm really hoping I can hand the baton off to Kevin <laughs> this year because that's two years. I'm still hungover. Yeah. Uh, YouTubes? YouTube backslash WSF Gameplay. Working on a Battlefront video right now. Just editing it right now. So it should be up later this week. Cool. All right. Um, it is Wicked Ones by Dorothy. Enjoy, uh, I was going to say Survivor Series again. <laughs> Enjoy <laughs> TLC, even though it's right in front of me. TLC this week. Uh, if you want to tweet us your picks as well, you can uh, do that. At yeah, go right ahead. Scotty? Till next time, guys. Keep on killing. Ugh. Keep on calling your enemies fried foods. I prepared this one, too. Fuck. The pain of heart, this night.